Okay, okay, we back, man. We back, we back, baby. We back with another highly right, underrated right, sports right. podcast. Yes, sir, man. We got the boy Miguel in the building. What's the word, everybody? Back again with another week of that heat. You know how it go. Definitely, definitely. We got the boy J Holes in the building. What's happening, man? Yeah, we got a special guest for y'all, man. Oh, yeah. Special guest, and he Special. brought the dog with him, man. He you brought the dog know. with him. Shout we out to Bella Blue. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> we got the boy. We got the boy Gator in the building, man. You already know the vibes, man. Let's get it. Okay, okay, man. Yes, sir. So, man, hey, we giving this thing to y'all a little late this week. It's cool, you know. Work schedules, just busy lives. You know, everything happened for a reason. But hey, it's some great came out of it. We got a new special. We got a special guest on the show for y'all, man. We couldn't have got it if we didn't do it this day. So sure. it actually worked out, man. In everybody's favor, man. It's gonna be a great episode, man. So tune in, like, share, subscribe. Y'all already know we finna. We gonna get right into it. We gonna get right into it, man. So the first thing I want to touch on this week, as we all know, last weekend was NBA All Star Weekend. Granted. Uh, it was in uh, Utah, Salt Lake City. I ain't really see too many. You know, usually you hit the Snap, Facebook, Instagram. You see people all, you know, The baddies weren't up. out. Yeah, man. You see. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing out was the coach. Facts, man. You usually see, you know, you usually see people turned up on, on social media at All-Star Weekend just showing out. Doing their thing, looking beautiful, doing what they do, but I ain't see none of that. I'm honest, nobody on my timeline. I didn't see nothing, neither here nor there. But as we all know, All Star Weekend was last weekend, man. So what I want to kick this show off with is just a quick All Star Weekend recap from all of the events, from the Friday night celebrity game, the Rising Stars game, to the Saturday night all the skills competition, dunk contest, three point contest. All of that, man, and the Sunday All-Star game, the big show, I want to throw it around to the fellas because this year was a little bit different, at least for me, in my opinion. So I want to throw it around to the fellas, man. What uh, did y'all take away from this All-Star weekend, man? And 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 and, and what – I don't want to ask y'all to rank it and y'all top because, you know, I don't want to do that because it's been a lot of All-Star games. But sure. I do want to ask, like, as far as overall – what did y'all think of it? Like, where kind of would you put it? Like, was it a good All-Star weekend or was it a bad All-Star weekend? You know what I'm saying? So, I'm going to go ahead and start with Miguel on this one, man. What y'all think, man? Well, man, let's just say that for a long time now, at least for the last decade, this shit been watered down. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, it it was a little bit better than it has been in the past. Uh, you know, with the skills challenge, they Utah, they held it down. Three-point contest, my boy Dame Dollar. He do what he do, you know what I'm saying? But the dunk contest, that was the talk of the, talk of the week. You had your boy Mac McClung, man. He yeah, held so it down. He did his thing, you know what I'm saying? All three YouTube. rounds, he held so, it down. Shout out to Mac. I've been following him for a minute. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But uh, he, he, he made it exciting, you know what I'm saying, for the most part. That dunk contest probably was the most exciting thing. Him just now getting his two-way deal with, this, with Philly. And coming in and winning the dunk contest, man, it was it was straight. You know what I'm saying? He held it down. He made it a little exciting for what it was, you know. But at that, you know, to me, honestly, this shit's been watered down for the last ten years or so. But I'm gonna pass the whole. See what so wait, think. hold on. Did you enjoy it? Did you enjoy All Star Weekend? I really watched it with my family, my wife, and my my son. Yeah, it was 
Two out of ten, what you would give? Oh, a six. Okay, I can see it okay. in your energy. Yeah, he like, right. I really didn't. I'm, I'm trying, trying to give it. it. I'm it trying to high. give it a it little bit. It was midi. It was okay. Yeah. Right, it was mid. You know what I'm trying. I'm trying to give it a little bit more, but you know, this like I said, it ain't been it, it ain't been really worth nothing in a long time, man. But you know what, the dunk contest had you know, Mac McClung made us you know he made it a little exciting for us, you know, for what so, it's worth. So before you get off the subject, what did you think about Sunday? The all actual all star game. It, it's 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 what it's been. It's just it's weak. It's weak. I really honestly I feel like you know what I'm saying. If I'm gonna get my personal opinion on it, is they need to make this like put a wage on it or something. Somebody need to you know if you gonna the winning team need to get like a million dollar bonus. I don't know what it need they to actually be. Actually, do wager on it though. They need to put something extra on it, man, because this it's like it's nothing. It's com- nothing competitive about it. It needs to be something tangible, like like in baseball. That determines home field advantage yeah, for World Series. Like it's a little, it means a little bit more. Yeah, nothing's competitive about it. I mean, hey, shout out to Jason Sainter. What he scored? Fifty five points. Got the MVP. Got busy. And then was what Jalen Brown? His little his his counterpart for the team, LeBron. They had, they had a good back. Yeah, he had thirty five. They had a good back. You know, Boston. Boston held it down. They showed up for the for the competition. But I mean, I just can't get with it, man. You know what I mean? It's my personal opinion. I'm just not a fan of it. I I'm watch it for the. It. I watch it just because it's sports. I ain't mad at that, bro. I ain't mad at that. Hoes, what you got, bro? I'm gonna be a little petty here. Um, I'm I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna start off this thing that I agree with you. Like the last decade plus, I feel like just naturally, um, yeah, the All Star Game has deflated itself. I mean, it came a point where it was like, okay, well, these dunks are being repeated. It's just more about the showmanship. I think the last time we were all interested in the dunk contest was probably. Nate Robinson, Dwight Howard. You know what I'm saying? Somewhere, probably the next two, three years after the the original one. I mean, Mac McClung was super. It's always dope to watch a shorter guy do some shit you ain't never seen him do. Like, and then it's it's dope to watch him do it because I think we we've all at some point we've all seen his YouTube, whether it be from freshman year, sophomore year, high school. Whatever, wherever you saw it, you saw it at some point, and now the light pops on. It's like, oh, that's the kid from four, five years ago when I saw it on YouTube. So that was dope. Um, but outside of that, let's be real from the dunk contest perspective, it wasn't no competition. Like he really was just out there doing what he wanted. <laughs> like he really was just out there doing what he wanted. Um, Three point shootout from from that perspective. Outside of Dame. It was quality names. Why was Julius Randle in it? That's where I'm going. He was a replacement. That's, that's a where replacement. I'm going. Yeah. What's his, what's his Why was he, he there? Was. I, I'm with you on that, though. Even I my, my wife was even like, Randall, garbage. But that's where I'm going, get it? Yeah. Outside of Dame, what other big names do we have? Like, we needed uh, some names, like, to really, like, make this thing pop, pop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's different between having quality names and big names. Like, big names sell these little moments right now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then it was like I I, I read an article after All Star Weekend that this was the first time where the players weren't like they weren't mandated to be there starting yeah. Thursday and Friday. Mm-hmm. So now the fans don't even get that that time where like the players show up at little events, show up at schools and stuff like that. Because I've actually been a part of All Star Weekend when it was here in Chicago, where at the time the school I was working at, we took them to go see a bunch of NBA players that Thursday. So we just had a little shoot around with the NBA players and all that. So it's dope to like do that little community part of it. They weren't mandated to do that. 
They said some dudes was pulling up Sunday right before the game. Like, I think Brian went and watched his son play. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it was like you didn't get the whole spectacle of All-Star Weekend. So for me, be honest with you, I was, I was watching XFL games. I'm not going to lie to you. Hey, real quick, Hoes, <laughs> let me ask you this. Do you think it was like that because it was in Salt Lake City, Utah? I will say this. As someone who's been to All-Star Weekend, and it, and it was in a cold-weather city. I went when it was in Toronto. I mean, who just wants? Who's just saying, "Hey, I'm on my way to Salt Lake City." <laughs> who part- just say, "I'm excited yeah. to go to Salt Lake City"? Yeah, you know fact. how you know how that like how that's <laughs> like that determined, right? It's it's based on like um, if if Salt Lake City uh, if they if they if the NBA put money towards their situation, okay, or it might be vice versa. I know it's money 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 get exchanged for the All Star mm-hmm. depending on you know what I'm saying. But I believe the next All Star game, what 2024, supposed to go to LA. It's in Indianapolis. Yeah. Okay, yeah, after that, after it was supposed to be after this year. Yeah. Yeah. Next year's yeah. Indianapolis. Yep, yeah. and that's yeah. terrible. Yeah, that might be. Shout out to Indianapolis. Shout out to the Indianapolis. I'm pulling up. Oh, I'm pulling up. <laughs> Shout I'm pulling, out to the Indianapolis. For sure, bro. the Indianapolis gonna clown, but I'm pulling up to that. Well, they well, gonna yeah, get a lot of Chicago too. The location is based upon like some type of money exchange, though. I do know that. Okay, it's not like. Uh, I think the NFL just came to the states for the first time in a, in a minute, or the second time in a minute. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's not like I, I feel like it should be based on like we should pick. You know what I'm saying? That's like a fact. Oh, I agree we with don't you. we don't want to go to Ohio. Shout no. out to Ohio. I ain't hating on Ohio. No, that's real. No, we want to go to Ohio Star Weekend though. That's real. Listen, it's no knock on nobody because I was blessed when I went to Toronto. That first that's that hard first, though, bro. Listen, the first night I was there, it was like 50 degrees. It's never 50 degrees in February in Toronto. Oh, word. They put chains on their tires. That's how cold it be. Mm. It was 50 degrees. I was outside in a, in a jogging suit and some foams. And we just so happened to stumble upon a hotel where the players were staying. It was lit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Thugging it out. Now the next day. Shout out, Unc. Shout out to Unc, for sure. Craig. <laughs> you know now Craig the next Clown. day it was negative 26 degrees. Oh, yeah. That's, in the house. <laughs> that's how quick, you know. That's how quick Shout it Shout out changed, Craig with his blade coat. He definitely had the blade coat, bro. We not gonna do that to him. <laughs> he had the blade coat? Yeah, he sent me a picture of yeah, it. Shout sure. out on with the blade for coat. Sure. We was at the OVO store the whole nine. It was lit, bro. Like, Toronto was lit, oh, even talk, though it was we cold. We gotta talk all air about the OVO store, bro. Oh, for sure, for sure. For Listen, sure. you know, I got some stories, bro. Like, it was it was lit. But I agree with you, man. Cold weather cities just determines on how big the city is. Like, when we had it here in Chicago, it was still lit. Like, we a party city to some. We a party city. Yeah. It don't matter what the temp is. People coming outside. Yeah. To the point where, like, think about it. Instagram was busting because they stole the coats out the club. Yeah. You know what Come I'm on, saying? Man. Them people stole fact. the coats out the club. Fact. We definitely will show you how to kick it out here, man. Yeah. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? But Salt Lake City, All Star Weekend, kind of waning down. It was just. It wasn't the best recipe. I feel wasn't the best recipe for success. I feel that for sure. What, Gator, what you what you got? What's your what's your take on man, All-Star off weekend, top? Bro? I just want to give shout out to my boy Mac McClung. I, I mean, I ain't gonna hold you. I follow this story from Texas Tech sure. to Georgetown to uh, he got a little YouTube too where he talk about his story trying to get to the NBA and not giving up. So it was dope to see him, you know, see his dream come true. Um, Skill challenger and all of that. Uh, yeah, you know, my, you know, I fuck with Dame heavy. That's my yeah, man. Heavy. For, sure. for sure. So. To see Dane do his thing for sure, but I just think with the All Star game, we got to find a way to make it more competitive, bro. Because I feel like when you got the best players in the world all on one court, mm-hmm. let's figure out a way to make it competitive, man. I'm not saying go out there and get hurt. Kind of like the, I, I love the idea the NFL went to flag football because it was like we don't want somebody to get hurt, nah. But 
basketball is way less physical than than football. So why are we not competing, bro? Like I shit. watched a lot of defensive plays that day, and just niggas was just like just standing still, watching Jason Tatum shoot like fifty footers. Like come on, bro. Like step up. <laughs> <laughs> this shit was worse than like AAU. Yeah, that's what it felt. But, 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 but the coach though, the coach that uh he coached the Nuggets, Mike Malone. Yeah. He he spoke to that like this is one of the worst like basketball performances I ever seen because mm-hmm. it's not that's not ball, bro. Yeah. Like when you, I'm gonna take 2K for example, bro. If you pick the East and West on 2K, bro, and play somebody that's competitive, bro, you're gonna have a competitive game that's because real. it's the best players on the game. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? We're watching the best players in the game score 200 points. Yeah. What? Like why? Like why do y'all have two hundred points, bro? Like, that's crazy, bro. Exactly. Why do several people have thirty plus points? Oh my it's god, bro! It's I don't want to see you pull fifty footers. I feel like if you gonna pull those fifty footers, you wouldn't pull them if it meant something. Because yeah. you you don't pull those in the regular season, Facts. but you pulling them now at the expense of us as a fan because this game is meaningless because it don't mean a playoff appearance. It don't mean. Uh, a play-in appearance, none of that. So it's just leave us at, at that position where we like, we got to watch bullshit basketball in so many words. Like, that's how oh, I feel shit. about the All-Star thing, man. Sure. I just I, I pray because I love basketball so much, bro. I hope they figure out a way to make it competitive, man. Like the home run derby, them niggas be swinging Facts. that motherfucker, that's bro. A fact. But yeah. gee, they don't have a choice because they want to win. <laughs> you yeah, feel me? They get they got to put them in a position where they got to win, bro. That's all I'm saying, but. Uh, rating it. I'm going with my boy Miguel. I gave it a six, bro. You should not have 54 points against the best players in the world. Fact. That's, That's fact, crazy. Bro. I'm with you. I'm with you. And bro. then my thing too with the dunk contest. So I want to add this too. Even though Max McClung did this thing, that was hard, bro. Just get some people. Just like like Stephen A. said, get some people and sponsor some people. Yep. That specialize in Outsource. dunking. And make it more exciting yep. because obviously NBA players, you're not finna get Ja, you're not finna get Zion, you're not gonna get nope. Aaron Gordon back. So let's quit playing like this gonna get better. This not gonna get better. This was <laughs> Mac McClung was a band aid. This yes. not gonna get but, better, but bro. Gators, yeah. My thing is this though, and Cordell, maybe you can chime in this on your segment. Like why why we can't get them? Why are they not why do they not feel as if I'm not wasting my time. But why we can't get it back to what it used to be with the top? I'm gonna tell you one reason because it's not it's not mandatory. It's yeah. not it's not pushed upon. But them it wasn't mandatory then. But I'm gonna tell you one one reason. Why would I do that when I make twenty times as much as Michael Jordan made when he did dunk? That's a fact. I just feel like I make man. I just feel like I just feel like as a fan, fan like that man, little. I'm, I'm like trying think, to I'm trying to see the best of the best. I'm trying to see people listen. at their top. They top tier. I want people to go hard at this. From a this. fan I perspective, I agree with you. Josh said he'd never do it. And when you have somebody like that, yeah. said he'd never do yeah. it. But but from a business he perspective. He just got in the league, for real. Just, yeah. just get a sponsor. How you, how you even got the opportunity to even yeah. say that? Because like, he, he already won the ones. He won the more. He talking me. about something that man. They got to put it at twelve feet for them to even put me put me in it. Like, come on, bro. Let's like, just be real. So why don't you just do a dunk at and with the rim at twelve feet? That's what I'm Goofy. Saying. I mean, and the thing about John Morant, I love John Morant. But when did he become a creative dunker like Vince Carter or somebody? Mm-hmm. Like, I think John right. Morant dunks on people and he mm-hmm. jumps high. And maybe that's what it is, Gator. Maybe that's what it is. Like he know that his specialty is in game only. Yeah, I think a lot of them niggas is that's, that's what that's I'm saying. Specialty. Like Aaron Gordon, and I feel like that was probably the um, with, with the exception of Matt McClung. Um, 
Aaron Gordon and when uh, Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine and them did it, that was mm-hmm. that was like the last year. That was creativity. the best one, host. That was the best, the last best one that we the seen. Last best one. The, yeah. last, the best last best one. one. That was the last best one. Yeah, they yeah, had. That but but I, I addressed the absolute heat. best one. Next to like, if we're gonna go back to the Mikes and Dominiques and all that, but Nate Robinson and, and Dwight Howard and, and all them guys, yeah. it was competitive because you had. Three to five guys. Then what about Vince Carter? Oh, Francis well, we know that was Vince Carter. But see, that's contest. God tier. Okay, okay. That's God tier. I got you. We got tears. That's God tier, bro. Like I got you. Vince, like Vince Carter, that's undefeated. Yeah, that's real. And not only did bro do that in dunk contest, he, he did it in Olympics. That's what I'm saying. It's different. Like that's why, like when Josh said he won't do yeah, it, yeah, like, it's different. Why do we get so like bent out of shape because Josh said he won't? But think about it. I make so much more money. Like so. So I, I was reading an article where it was like I think I think Mike and Dominique got paid like less than a half a ticket. If I make forty million dollars a year, what does a half a million dollars to me? Yeah, and I just think too. Yeah. If you're not I probably blew that getting my homies up yeah. and us partying. So it's not it's not even worth my time. Can I add something here real quick? Hey, wait, go ahead. ahead. Hey, how y'all feel about uh, Shannon Sharp saying John Morant portraying to be a thug? I don't. Di- I don't agree, I agree with, with it. it. I agree. I, mean, I, agree. I don't agree with it because you don't do that shit with nobody else. Why is the first thing you ran to? Like, and you ain't even get the the full story because they didn't even charge his men's with no type of crime or nothing like that. But like, I don't know the full story of it. Yeah. But I- why are you able to get on TV and say that? Because you got to understand when you on TV like that. What you say sticks. I agree. It's I, not like you can. It's like when we have a conversation amongst each other, true. that don't stick. I'll, you get on TV and say he portraying to be a thug without talking to him first. It's, I'm going I'm to chalk it up to this. Remember, that was less than a week after the little altercation. With? With them on the court, him, Dylan Brooks, all that. But that's, yeah. That was that. So now. But Shannon Sharp was wrong in that predicament too, though. <laughs> You can't talk shit to an NBA player on the court. That's his profession. That's his so, profession. So, so I'll say this: since when did ballers acknowledge fans that way? Because in that in that aspect, yeah, he's I a get fan. You too. Dylan Brooks, he got in his. But feelings. even with Dylan Brooks, yeah, I, first I, of all, I, my, my I, boy was in the tank top after the game when he commented on Sandy Sharp. You disrespectful. That's a Hall of Fame. A pedestrian. You call him a pedestrian. He's okay, a Hall so of Fame, bro. Then. You know what I'm saying? John Morant is better than, at his profession than Shannon Sharp was. I'm not gonna profession. say that. Hell no. He's not a Hall of Famer yet. Level. He's not Shannon he's not Sharp a is a Hall of Famer. Shannon Sharp has never been the face of no league, bro. What I'm saying, no, hold on, hold on. I'm, not, I'm, I'm comparing, I'm comparing the effects from your style of play on the court. Tight ends and never got that much respect as Ja got for being who he is in the NBA. Shannon Sharp is a part of bringing tight ends to the forefront. Facts. He's a godfather. He's a, he's a Hall of Famer. He's a godfather. But he's he's not a face. Yes, he is, bro. He's the face godfather. of what? Give me, give me. Well, he's he won a Super Bowl. We won a Super Bowl. Who was on his team? I agree with you. But, he wasn't but a I'm face. Saying, uh, he was what, not a face. What I will say is this. If you ask Travis Kelsey that, I bet you have a different answer. I understand that. I said that Shannon Sharp is not, he's, how can I say he, it? Recognizable. He, let me and, say it. Oh, recognizable yeah, I agree. I agree. as a John Morant. But you can say that you can say that about level. any football player compared yeah, compared to helmets, a basketball bro. player because football players wear helmets. We, wear helmets. we you all see look the these, same. You see these basketball <laughs> niggas, bro. And then it's easier to pick up a basketball than it is more easier to pick up a football and go out in the yard and play. You can hoop all year round. You can't play football all year round. So more kids tend to hoop than play football. So of course they're gonna 
watch more basketball than they do football. You feel me? So, I mean, I just feel like that's kind of uneven I only, comparison. I said that comparison because Skip told this man, you will never be Tom Brady. That was that, that was that, that's some, just some personal. Not, not, yeah, not to say like Skip was right yeah, in that yeah, aspect, yeah. but what I'm saying though is Skip pussy. Fuck Skip. Yeah, I know you don't like Skip. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Skip lost me with that. With that. that All I'm saying though with Shannon Sharp is, I ain't respect that shit because you don't do you don't do that shit with everybody, bro. You did that shit with Ja, and I feel like you when you on TV like that, bro. You gotta watch what you say, bro. I agree. To call him like damn near a fake thug on that motherfucker is basically sending a bad message to people because you don't know his situation with his entourage. I agree. Whoever 1, pointed that laser, whether they pointed it or not pointed it, get them facts first, man. Because now I, now we'll say this though. Ja has to understand this early in his career. What your homies do, you are accountable for. Facts. That's a fact. Facts. I won't deny because that. You are the face. So within it, I'm I'm not big on throwing the word thug out because I feel right. Like that was that was really my gripe with it. You it's, call him a fake thug, and it's, it's like it's racy. Okay, if he a fake thug, what's a real thug? Yeah, Shannon? it's it's racy, and I and you I'm from not, the country. What thugs you been around in the true. country, my boy? Well, listen, I got family from the south, and I'm I've stayed in the south. In but the he summer, he explained so I'm not, I ain't disrecting the family in the yeah. south. No, no, we it's thugs yeah. everywhere. But he said he was from a stick yeah. somewhere. He ain't been. A, I ain't gonna say he been around nothing. This, but this is what I'm from his that. conversation, it was like he been around a lot to be called Jive Fake Thug. This is what I'm gonna say about that. I, I just and that feel man like, pops be on the court with him. Come on, bro. I feel like certain conversations should be had behind closed doors, and yeah. that was a conversation that probably should have been had behind closed doors. What you say about Dylan Brooks? I can deal with. Yeah. Cause that was that's who your y'all see your target Dylan was. Dylan Brooks on it. Look, I'm gonna leave him alone. I, 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 think, I gave him enough. Already. I think. <laughs> yeah, Dylan Brooks a little different. I think. I, I think. Lie. I think. For me, at least, right? I like Ja. And I like Shannon. Sure. I love Shannon. But I, I, I honest, this is this is my opinion, right? And I don't don't judge nobody else at this table. This is my opinion. I think that I, I kind of feel where Shannon coming from because I feel like fuck that incident. And then I'm not speaking on that particular Which incident one with the laser. With the laser, okay, I'm not okay. speaking on that. I'm speaking on just what I've seen from. The past few years, job been in the league. The extra I feel like Ja, dude, he's just overly tough. Like he try to be, he try. I feel like he tries to present himself as a hood nigga. When maybe you are, maybe you aren't. That's cool, bro. But I just feel like in with in the light you are in, in the position you in, that shit shouldn't even matter, bro. You a hooper. At the end of the day, you a hooper, bro. And I feel like he kind of do a little bit too much to try to. Prove that he a street nigga, or prove that he ain't no bitch, or prove that he ain't going like when he um when Kendrick Perkins said, and you know Kendrick Perkins is a John Morant fan, bro. He always say that shit, and Ken, and Kendrick, I guess criticized some, and I don't, he he didn't even say nothing bad about Job, but Job was talking crazy, and Kendrick Perkins was like, man, bro, I'm just basically trying to make light of the situation, like I'm just talking, and then that nigga was like, yeah, we don't do all no talking over here and all this goofy shit like that, like. Come on, man, bro. You a little-ass NBA nigga, bro. Like, <laughs> hoop. Just go hoop, bro. I just feel like he try to make it a point to try to be cool, try to be tough, and all this little goofy shit, bro. Like, that, from that from that standpoint, I can see why Shannon say he act like a thug or whatever he said about him. I can understand it from that point of view. As far as that situation goes, I'm with hoes. When you with people, that shit is a reflection of you. The people around you are always a reflection of you, so you shouldn't even have no niggas around you that's going to put you in a bad situation. But you can't control what other people do. Right. So you can't, but 
They got to understand. You got to keep people around you that understand that you're, you're the, the money, money man. Yeah, you're the and, money. and that's a fact. You're the but, money man. And, and, and that, that's quick? a fact. But you, yeah, forgive me one second. Go ahead, go ahead, go but ahead. you still can't control what, what another Agreed. person do, 100%. right? So I, but I just feel like if that's the standpoint that Shannon is coming from, then I do agree with him. Because bro do be overly tough, in my opinion. And I just feel like, bro, you just need to calm the fuck down and play basketball. Ain't no other niggas in the league that tough, bro. Chill out. That's just my opinion, though. Y'all gonna hit. But my thing is that I I agree. I agree with watch the company you keep. I'm on board with that. But when you say him being tough is coming off as a thug, okay, what's Marcus Smart? And I, I ain't saying these niggas are thugs. I'm just saying, what's James Johnson, the nigga from the Miami Heat? Like, what's the the, the Marcus twins? These niggas like be on bullshit, like also enforcing shit when they but in the not games, like bro. Jado, bro. They, they 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 be on enforcing shit from a sports standpoint. Like they physical players, they get physical in the game. Yeah. John Morant talks shit in on the court and off the court. So what's more detrimental, me putting my hands on you or me talking to you? See if it's in if it's in if it's in nope if it's in the act of the sport yeah, if it's something. in the, if it's in the act of the sport you good bro like yeah. if we playing if we if we hooping if we hooping or playing football or playing baseball bro and I get on something with somebody in the, in the game like if I'm playing defense hard as hell hacking somebody or something like that cool bro it's all in the love of the game like we playing this is this is how I choose to play the game today. Mm-hmm. But if I take this shit outside of the game and I'm talking spicy, talking about I'm this, I'm that, we don't do no talking over here, we do this, this, and this, they ain't got shit to do with basketball. I, and I think Shannon's biggest point was like, bro, like you're a business now. Yeah, I agree. You got to start caring. Yeah. You got to start caring. I just didn't like, so I guess what I, I guess. The thug word was a lot. That's, that's the yeah, fact. I, I, I do agree with that. that. I agree with that. It didn't sit well with me because I feel like that's what white people call us when and, we and, get out of line. That's, yeah, that's I agree it, with when that. When we don't I fall in alignment with what they feel like we should be doing, they call us thugs. That's it. I think. That's what I didn't like. That's a conversation that should have been had behind closed doors. Let me big bro you. Like let's real have conversations behind closed now, doors. What he, the reason why the word thug was so strong for me was because hey, that man pops right there. That man mama be right there. True. That boy ain't moving like that. Like if he talking crazy on the court, I get it. That laser thing. Let's say the laser thing is true. Mm-hmm. He in the wrong. He with the wrong people. Yeah. But him personally, come on, bro. You went to college four years. Agreed. Come on, you. I mean, not four years, but you went to college for yeah, how long yeah. you went. Now you in the NBA. Come on, bro. We know he but, not a a, a, a crip. You but, know what I'm but, saying? But, but, the, but the thing, he ain't no but, crip. You know what I'm but saying? The thing, like, but what? the thing about that Gator is that his dad don't always carry himself was, as a as a as a dad. His, his dad carries himself like as, a fan. As a fan, like as he he is damn near like like you ain't you on the same that you 21, 22 like your son is. Man, look, man, we got <laughs> we got topics to stick to. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we, finna, we can go all day yeah, on it. Because sure, I, sure. I ain't going to hold y'all. Always, I'm, I'm going to leave y'all with this. I think it's different when your son in any league. I ain't talking about the NBA. If your son in any league and he one of them guys. I agree with you. I, if my son was one of them guys in the league, I'm talking. That's T what his at every game, and he got a cup of tequila, just like me and you got right now. So what's wrong with that? I'm just Ain't saying no he just—it's nothing yeah. wrong with it, but he tried to tee up like he, 
you know what I'm saying? You you, you can't tee up it's like you're 21, 22. It is a fine line. It's a fine line. But I get I get what you're saying, though. We definitely got to get back Come to on, the Lonzo, segment. Lonzo Cordell Ball ain't even did his. in the NBA based off this. Yeah. Lonzo Ball ain't put no I mean, my bad. LeVar, LeVar, LeVar. And you see him, honey. That's 100. Okay, okay. LeVar you know, put right, three but, kids in there. I'll talk it. But let me get my shit out before we go get ahead. back on track. Before we get back on track. I'm done. You right. So cool. If that's going to be your standard, yeah, it's a difference between what the ball father's doing and what T. T. Martin is doing. It's a difference. That's hey, a fact. It's a go, difference. Hey, Slim, we going we gonna to go ahead. Let's bro. table that. Right, we got some actions to get so into. Look, I, 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 to before get I get, later, for sure, before I get my take on All-Star Weekend, Hoes, you didn't rate it. From one to ten, what oh, you rate that? <laughs> um, I'm thinking, I, I, I can determine his rate. I'm thinking five and a half. I say four from him. How low? I wish people could see my face. He gonna go lower than what we did at the show. <laughs> I don't I, do too. You know, I, I, I wasn't do. completely disappointed, but I wasn't satisfied. Let's go. Five point nine five. Oh, yeah, some, some weird <laughs> shit. Hoes, some some hoes yeah, shit. So uh, shit for me. Hey, I'm, I'm a, a, tw- a little, little TikTok rating. I'm gonna keep it short. Uh, I honestly felt like. I, I I thought that this All Star Weekend was it wasn't trash, but it was it wasn't what I expected it to be. I get excited for All Star Weekend every year because I I feel like I'm gonna see something that I really want to see. But sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. I feel like the last two or three years it's been pretty decent, at least from my in my opinion, it's been pretty straight. Some events now, like you know, the dunk contest is. It just is what it is, you know. Yeah. But the, I feel like last year's three point contest was lit. Mm-hmm. The year before that, it was lit. Dunk contest was straight. But um, I thought that I felt like I, I mean, I was looking forward to the to this year's uh, you know, All Star Weekend. But I felt like it was just kind of like a a letdown for me. I feel like this was one of the weaker ones that I've ever seen in my life. You know, I, I thought that the three point competition it was cool. It was what it was supposed to be. Uh, it was straight. I feel like, I mean, obviously with Julius Randle, they shouldn't have threw him in there. No disrespect to him, though, because he can right. knock down threes, right. but right. he's but not he like Klay Thompson. Like, what? <laughs> right. and, and granted, granted, he was a replacement, and bro even said, like, man, I only practice one day. I practiced on Friday. I did it one time, and I said, let's get it, because I'm already here. Now, see, that is the energy that you don't need for All-Star Weekend, because you already know All-Star Weekend is already on a decline from a fan standpoint. Can I, sure. can I, can I ask you one thing? I want to get your go opinion ahead, on Go something. ahead, go ahead. What's up? What that we didn't talk about. What was y'all opinion on the draft, though? Because y'all know that you know, the All-Star Weekend like came on at like, like 6 o'clock. Like, yeah, yeah, it was like yeah. mad early this yeah. year. I was like, I, yo. <laughs> I feel like they could have kept that. It was a little corny. They could have kept that, bro. I think, I think we could have did a different format. Maybe do it on the Jumbotron, or they do it in the arena on the Jumbotron, and mm. we do it on TV. From a standpoint of you just kind of LeBron picked him and you just kind of right. put him to the side. I honestly felt like when I was watching that drive, I felt like they should have did that this morning. Who like who they should have showed? The they should have showed showed that this morning. Like they should have did the draft this morning because right now they kind of prolonging. Yes, and yeah. it's what's long. going on. Yeah, it was it was so long. So I can't be mad if you don't feel like hooping. And yeah. you've been waiting three hours yeah. to play basketball. Especially if like, you get picked last. <laughs> right, you know if you get picked last, are you a starter? Like, you know what? what I'm saying? You Lori Marketing, like, what? I'm yeah, Jaren Jackson, Jaren Jackson, and Lori Marketing. So, I ain't really feel that draft. That was corny. I feel like if y'all gonna air that, do that in the morning. Do that like at 12 p.m., 1 p.m. on Sunday. 
or something like that. As far as Saturday night, I feel like for me, Saturday night was a letdown, man. I thought that I was going to see a lot more out of the skills competition, out of the dunk contest. Three-point was cool, whatever. Sunday was a huge disappointment for me, man. Usually in the usually in the, in the last however many NBA All-Star games I've seen, in the fourth quarter, it gets co- kind of competitive. They True. start going at it. They playing a little bit more defense. They getting competitive. This year in the fourth quarter, nobody got competitive. Nobody played defense. It was shoot around. It, yeah, it was just shoot around. Like, I was disappointed when it got to the fourth quarter and I seen when nobody playing defense and Team LeBron was already losing, about to be out the way, and they weren't even trying to play defense. I, for the game winner, um, uh, the Joker, he missed – uh no, nah, he Joker was on LeBron team. Whoever that was who shot MB was supposed to be guarding him, bro. Larry Marketing, he gave that man a wide open look in the corner for three. He didn't even step out on him. And this was for game. And I'm like, man, come on, man. This it was trash. Sunday night, it was just flat out trash. I was on my phone by the, the second quarter on social media. It was trash, man. So if I got if I had to rate this all-star weekend. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give this one a five. I'm sorry, Midi. It's, it's a five, bro. They they could have did better, but no disrespect to to people in Utah. Anybody in Utah that might watch this, I feel like it was kind of the it was kind of let out of the balloon because it was in Utah. Yeah. I feel like the fans probably wasn't you know what I mean what they expected, and you know it just wasn't the turnout everybody expected because it was in Utah. Like bro said, LeBron pulled up probably Sunday because he did say he was going to watch his son play and all of that. So I just feel like, man, just the city, like it was a big letdown. So like I said, I get this one a five, man. But moving on, moving on. We're going to move on, man. I, I got something I really want to touch on with the fellas, man. It's a, de- a, a new developing story this week. It The issue kind of already happened, um, but – more news came out this week on Tuesday. So we're gonna touch on this Alabama uh situation with the basketball or whatnot. Oh no, my bad, my bad, my bad. I'ma say that. I'ma say that. I'ma say that. I'ma say that. We're gonna go to this NBA. We still gonna stay on the NBA. After All Star, we already know second half. We we leading on into the playoffs and all of that, man. So after the All-Star break, we already know when the NBA stuff started to get more serious. People start turning up. You start seeing more defense play, everybody going hard. The players who've been injured, they playing more games. People trying to get in the playoffs, they trying to get to that chip. So uh, what I really want to ask the squad today, man, right now is uh, with the second half of the NBA being here right now, what y'all boys expect from this second half? Before we move on to this college basketball situation, I got to ask this. What y'all boys Think what are y'all second half uh, expectations for the NBA? Who y'all think gonna get in? Who y'all think gonna get out? Or the playoffs? What think? What y'all think gonna happen? It's been it was a lot of moves made before that trade deadline. A lot of people putting themselves to position like the Lakers, looking like they finna do something. So what y'all boys think uh, gonna happen for the second half of the season, man? Well, I'm gonna kick it off, man. I'm gonna go with the Lakers, man. Like I told y'all last week. I believe the Lakers with all these key acquisitions, man, I think they're going to turn it up, man. They showed it yesterday, you know, with AD and LeBron having a – having a, they didn't really have too good of a game, but 
you know, I think all the the key players, man, stepped D-Lo up. D-Lo got hurt, too. D-Lo got hurt, but, man, I think they still stepped it up and they won. I mean, it was a Steph Curryless Golden State team that they beat. But they still won. I mean, it's still a win. They definitely climbing up the charts in the West. Um, be looking out for the Suns, though. You know, KD coming back. I think he probably a couple, probably a game or two back from a uh, game or two away from coming back. You know, man, I know it's probably going to take a while for them to jail, but I think the Suns is somebody to be, a, you know, be on the lookout for in the West. And another team I want to chime on, man, and I told my little brother this, my little brother, Brandon, shout out to Brandon. Hey, be looking out for, for Philly in the East, man. Uh, I know they've been holding it down anyway, but, man, you think James Harden ain't pissed that he wasn't on that, on that All-Star team? You crazy as hell. That's a snub. A snub. A snub. Leading the league in assists. Came back, came back the game after, came back the first game after the All Star break and 30, 30 points. Come on, man! You think that he ain't? You think that he ain't got a chip on his shoulder? Hey, be on the lookout for them Sixer boys, man. For real, that's my that's my take on it. Lakers, Suns, Sixers. So you think the Lakers are gonna get in? I think the Lakers are gonna get in. Playing or they gonna get playing? Play playing. Play they play too far in. behind. They gonna be playing. They gonna be playing. So what about the Bulls, bro? <laughs> <laughs> you don't think we gonna get in, hey. bro? Please play in. And you know I hate to say this, we though. You, that's shot, why though. you said. That's Come why you on, said man. it. No, we de- we definitely got but a we, shot. But we not we not better than Atlanta. We not better than uh, the Heat. I I don't know. But you know, know what though? You know what though? Gator? The Raptors better than Toronto, Gator, Let bro. me tell you something. Let me tell you something. And I'm uh, and I'm I ain't gonna stay long because I know who always got to go. But this is the thing. And we talking about Chicago, man. That pick that I know a lot of people like, man, what the hell was that? You know what I mean? But Pat Bev, man, well, y'all don't even understand what Pat Bev brings to the Bulls, man. That's energy, energy. Yeah, look, and he going hard. <laughs> he's not soft at all. He's bringing that West Side, that ho- J holes, J straight from the West Side. Holes ain't got no. Energy. Now we got to have a conversation. Yeah. He bringing that. Hey, he bringing that. He he's bringing fifty bringing, points he, of energy for sure. He's bringing that energy, man, and he's gonna hold everybody accountable, man. And he got something to play for, man. A lot of them, hey, them them folks ain't from Chicago. They just wear that jersey just because they paying them that check. He from the Chicago, and he paying, and he getting paid that check, and he gonna bring that energy. So, so do you think we get so, in? Real I quick, think that we can get the thing. I, am I gonna say that we gonna get it in? Like, am I gonna just like guarantee that? I'm not gonna guarantee that, but I think if we you're gotta, not gonna stamp it, then then don't you know do it. Yeah, don't do it. Sure. Well, fuck it. I'm gonna stamp it then. I, Nigga, I, don't I, do I, it. I, like, I appreciate you. I, I, I'm gonna stamp, stamp it then. Stamp it. Bulls getting in. Seven AFC. Bulls getting in. Seven AFC. I'm leaving alone. Bulls, man. And I hate to be this dude, man, because I love Pat Bell. But, bro, his last 11 games, he scored double digits twice. <laughs> Let's be cool. He don't do points, though, Gator. Hold on, hold on, hold it on, ain't though. points. But hold on, though. This is what I'm saying. He scored double digits twice in 11 games. My man averages six point, what, 6.4 points a game. I get what you're saying about points. Let me ask you this. What wins games in the NBA, bro? How, what you got to do more defense. than the other team? Defense. No, 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 no. Stop it. What no. you got to do more than the other team? You got to play D. I'm saying. <laughs> that's the politically correct answer. What do you got to do more than the other team to win the game? Score more. Score That's all I'm saying, bro. Bro, you average 6.4, Jay, bro. Oh, hoes. What you shaking his that's hand, That's tough bro? because as you a bad, you a bad Because he was just on Pat Bell nuts last week. What you doing, bro? Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, what you want? I understand this. You shaking his hand I on love, that? I love 
see my dog back in the he city. He was just on Pat Bell's last You were just telling me just a minute ago. I see my dog back in the city. But to sit up here and act oh, like man. he's going to be the catalyst for change yeah, in this organization. Bro, I but oh, you know what? Hey, that's culture, what they need. Maybe culture wise. They need a motherfucker that's going to hold them accountable. Now watch, this, now watch this. Now watch this. Now, if, if, if I'm going to be real. They need somebody that's going to hold them accountable. I'm, I'm they ca- soft. I'm going to call you out. And you're going to bring somebody with that West Side, that Marshall High. In a group text, you wanted Westbrook. Yeah, yeah, I wanted him. You showed it. Exposure. That that wasn't gonna work. And we didn't get him though. But what did I say? Why why did I say it wasn't gonna work? Boy, we have timeout. 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 No, ain't no timeout. How you going? Keep going. Fast forward. You gonna get mad? You gonna get mad at me for saying that I want Westbrook over Pat Bell? That's not why I'm mad. You damn right, I want Westbrook over Pat Bell. Do you get emotional? You get emotional. You get emotional. But we gotta take what we got. You get emotional. You was you was just going hard for Pat Bell. Bro, you just went hard for six point four points. I can't let y'all do this to bro, my bands, bro. But, but I'm but, surprised you see you doing this to me, yo. So I can't let you, you do that to my But I'm finna tell you why. From yeah, I would have wanted him. From a cultural standpoint, of course it's Pat oh, Bell. From a cultural I standpoint, I ain't throwing rocket hat in my hands. I, hey, listen, listen. That's who I wanted. It would be, it would be great. A game. It would be great if you let me it's, talk. Three point one rebounds. Gator, this our king. It's what? He, no, no, he's not the king. It's he's what? The, it's what he brings out. Hey, what outside of the statistics? I'm about to address that though. From a cultural standpoint, Pat Bev, like that shit matters. Because he's a West Side kid. <laughs> the stadium right there, it's in, it's in, it's in the West Side. It's in you the see what they on with me? Yeah, it's bro, in the I can't let them do you like that. Especially him. Especially Hoes. This kid was just on That's Pat what I'm Bell. saying. No, but I'm me. getting to that. I love I'm Pat getting Bell, to that. This can't be our king. You know what I'm saying? Y'all. I'm getting to that. This can't be our At the king. end of the day, do I feel like, who who do I feel like was the better <laughs> the better mix? Of course I feel like Pat But I also told you, you already got ball hogs. Why would you add another one? We don't have no point ball, guard. Ball though. dominant. Let me I, not use the word ball hog. Ayo cool. Ball dominant. Ayo cool. He ain't, Russ would have would have benefited us. He would have started over Ayo. You are I, I would rather have I would rather have Pat Bev over Westbrook. I would rather have Beverly over Westbrook. That's just me. But look, look though, when you say, when, but when you say you Beverly over Westbrook though, this this part that killed me. Y'all, we got to score to win. We not We got niggas that score the ball, bro. We not winning. True. Cause we don't got niggas that. Cause we don't got there. niggas that play Role defense. Players. We don't got niggas that play defense. Role last year players. we won a lot of games last year because we played defense. The niggas who played Zoe was the leader of the defense. Caruso, them niggas was yeah. the leaders of the defense. Them niggas is Zoe ain't played. We played in a faster two years. offense also, which is why. And I agree because we had Zoe. Because we had Zoe a swing that thing around and do his thing. Which is why I agree Zoe. with the Pat Bell pickup. That's what I'm saying. Nobody Not, understands being in a role better than Pat Bell. That's why I'm this saying I'd rather have him over Westbrook. Person who averaged why we went to the triple double forty points a, a game as a senior. A because Russ, Russ just hoop. You can't put Russ in no lineup and expect nothing from him, bro. Because you ain't gonna get it. That nigga just play we basketball. You only seen bro. Russ play bad with the Lakers. You ain't seen him play bad in but no we, other system. But, but maybe the Rockets. If you want to add him in the Rockets, yeah, okay. And I give you that. Play bad in no but, other situation. But, outside and I, of I give that. you that. But, but when have we ever seen inefficient? When have we ever seen Russ play? In a system, we just see Russ hoop. He just hoop. He averaged like twenty four with Paul George, and that's and that's that's what I'm saying. And that's perfect, bro. Because that's was just that was. And Dame sent him to the crib off the jump shot. That was just Russ going out there and hooping. I'm saying like if you gonna put Russ in a team like the Lakers that actually has a system, they got actually have ways they want to score. They got plays they want to run and ways they want to score. Lakers do. 
Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm saying. What they wanted to do with Russ, what they wanted to do with Russ, it didn't work because Russ couldn't conform to the way they wanted him to play basketball because right. Russ, he just hoop. And he a hell of a hooper. But he just go out there and he just hoop. Like he got a game where you can't really control his game. You can't you can't box his game in. Yeah. You can't you can't contain that Look, shit, bro. So you, you, just gotta you, this, bro. Him, you just gotta Who let him off the leash. Who's better between Westbrook, Russell Westbrook, and Patrick? That's Bradley. not even a real question. That's not a real question. Why would you, you ask that? Though? Russell Westbrook is a better player. So this is where I'm going with this because somebody said Westbrook should have been a bull. Did I hear that? He earlier? chose. I don't like think the, so. He chose the Clippers. I mean, I'm sorry. He should have went there because Paul George played there. His best numbers with OKC. Outside of KD was with Paul George, which I I I'll go there too. And it's a better I, and it's a better playoff. What chance. I'm saying with Pat Beverly though is I love Pat Bev, but let's not get away from what we need to do to win in Chicago. Yeah, we got a defender. True, he's a point guard. He's not defending for other positions. I just feel like it fits better with the, the energy that are though, already bro. there. You don't right. even understand because the energy rubs off on them. The energy hoop. rubs off. Y'all talk about energy with the pieces. How many games? Hold on, hold on, that same energy. How many games he win with the Lakers? Why Ooh. did he get traded? We're not gonna that same energy. Russ that got traded too. So first what you saying? First off, I don't even really think that he even ever messed with the Lakers. I mean, that's just me. You can't personally. say that though because you. No, I'm gonna say that. Why, why you wrong about didn't. that though? Because he went on ESPN and said that. That's why he got to the Lakers because of ESPN. So you he gonna... said because if you look, if you go on YouTube right now, he said on ESPN the Lakers had me to make the playoffs. What happened? He was going. He didn't make it through a whole season. That wasn't I his love fault. Pat. Oh, he made it through a season. Not his. It wasn't his fault. It was, but season I, and a half. I feel I, like Pat Beverly was hooping with the Lakers. I mean, it's statistically he had his best. He's, he's at he his does, best. Bro. He had his best season right now. Pat, he's at his best season. Pat, Pat highs Pat, and everything. Pat Beverly ain't. He, he he's not. A, he's not a Russell Westbrook. His career bro. highs and everything. It's not career it's, high. It's it is. That's this season high. That's not career. That's high. his career highs. That's we talking about season. Pat Bev. No. He ain't never averaged over ten points. That's this season. I ain't talk about no regular. I ain't talk about his whole life. Talk about this season. Six point four. It's coming off my bench to give me some valuable minutes. That's all that is. I don't understand what you're saying about Patrick Beverly is going to kill for the Bulls. I don't get that. Ain't nobody say he no, was going to kill. Ain't he nobody say he was going to kill. At 6.4, yes, what? Okay, okay. It's not the point. What it, games are we yeah, winning? I get the, the role. Let's, let's, bro, let's, he going to put that defense. With the role. What games? Bro, we need, we need to be a six seed or a play-in seed. Bro, Listen, bro. are you telling me 6.4? It's going it's to be we, we not, we not, we not asking people. He's not a we, we not scorer, asking him to score points. That's it's a defense. You, you, I feel like when any team go get Patrick Beverly, they're not expecting yeah, him to score expecting, points, What bro. you think they expect him to if do? If that's the case, he would have been out the league. No, if let you me, expect him to let score, me he would have been what out you, the what league. What you trying to expect bro, him to do? Say, I'm just saying, for y'all to say Patrick Beverly is like this big addition. It's crazy to me, bro. It's not a big addition, but it is an addition, and we're going to take it. I think it is a big addition. He's okay. I think it's a big addition. Right, Westbrook. it's a better mess than AO running our PG all day. I agree and, with that. And, and you it's can, a good change of pace, but it don't equate to winning games. That's I all just I'm saying. Put it like this, I mean, bro. I think it. I think it. I think it will for the simple fact that, like, like tonight they beat the shit out of Brooklyn. Yeah. Granted, he didn't play. Yes, he what? did he play. Did, he started. He started. He started tonight. Oh, I didn't even see that. Yeah, he started tonight. Yeah. Uh, I think that yep, eight points. You right. He started four. tonight, and he yeah, did it. And he he played. He played. Yeah, he he, he played pretty above decent. That average, y'all right? Yeah, yeah. I seen it. I, I'm looking now. I so see that's y'all. what I'm saying. So like with Pat Bev, I feel like you know what you're getting from him, 
and you and on top of everything you know what you're gonna get on the he court started, you're gonna son, get a bunch crazy. of you're gonna get a bunch of energy from them too bro I apologize, and energy matters bro yeah it's kind of yeah. hard not to yeah. not eight yeah. points five and, and, rebounds energy matters, he's gonna start it's just like how many some, minutes? How many minutes? it's like and, 80, hold up it's like an 82 overall on my team and, and let's and let's let's not it's like it's like a <laughs> let's not disregard the fact that <laughs> hey get on bullshit he, he on like big bullshit overall. i love his energy I and love i love it. pat but it's giving me 82 overall energy like yeah that shit cool but he got we gotta win the playoffs bro, at some point, bro. Not, we gotta playoffs? go to the playoffs and win some games, bro. <laughs> let's not like, you gotta make it there. Let's not disregard the fact that we gotta make it there first, Gator. I think we good. We like we like tenth in the East, right? Let's not 11th. disregard the 11th. fact that he was on Spencer Den whether he started Spencer Den when he went zero for six. Let's not disregard that. Okay, bro. I'm not finna turn this into a Pat Bell. I'm not. Hey, ain't no. I'm just saying, bro. Leave it alone. I'm just saying, bro. Let's just, not disregard. I'm ending with this, G. I hope Pat Bell do what he' supposed to do for us, man. I'm rooting for him. I'm just not a big fan of niggas who don't get buckets. That's just I my ain't mad personal at that. opinion. So, I respect so, that so, though. So, I, I've watched you hoop, so I know like you get buckets. I like niggas you know who get buckets, so it's and I just you know feel like Pat Bell. That energy shit lasts you so long until you're not. The energy don't last. That's but how, now you know what I'll say this though. Like so, I always look at shit from the perspective of a coach, right? Where. You need that guy. You do, yeah, you do. You right. I'm looking at it from. You know a, I'm looking at it from just getting bucket standpoint. From a player standpoint, like for me, being a coach, like I always look for a kid who they might not be statistically the you impact need. guy, but they the glue. But that's why you got Zach, and that's why you got Demar. They the, but they, they need, supposed to be the statistic guy. See, you missing Zoe. Zoe was yes. the missing he piece, bro. I'm gonna he be was the glue. But he out that this shit, year, not, so ain't no point. Ain't no point in talking about him, Pat. No, 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 so, no, no, no. Uh, so, yeah, because he can't stay healthy. Yeah, but yeah. I, I would want him to be. I think they're gonna give him one more chance, and if that don't for work, sure. For sure. he could. Well, well they he, can't why, give him. They gotta give him one chance. He on a four year deal. That's yeah, what I'm saying. But why we here though? Three years I agree with, 40, with IGM. Like IGM, he he Liddy, but bro, we we overpaid Caruso. Go look at his stats. Let's talk about Caruso. But, but bro, what are we paying defense. him for, though? The defense. defense. We playing him for. <laughs> that's that's what I'm that nigga was. He he was leading the league in steals last year. year. At one point, he was leading the league in steals this year. Though. I'm gonna tell you why it's tough. To he say been you in and out. He been hurt a lot. Because at the same time, people was calling for him while you ain't traded. He should have been. I mean, we stayed put at the, at the people was there, calling man. for him. I won't say what we should have. I don't want to be that guy to say what we should have. But did. sometimes you know, but at the trade deadline, we stayed put as if we had the answer. So well, I said that I'm last week, yeah. Sometimes you know that if I let somebody go, they're gonna be better in that situation than my situation. AO is our point guard, and I love AO. He's from the crib. AO, not he, not like that, bro. Not right now, he not. He's a different type of kid. Like, I, I know his family, like, they're good people. I wouldn't let him go. Ayo not, I wouldn't. I wouldn't let Ayo like, go. What's his ceiling? What's his ceiling? That's what I'm asking you. What's Ayo ceiling? I don't think Ayo ceiling is like Dame Lillard or nothing like no, that. Like, nah, is it Fred Van Fleet? Is that the ceiling? Like, what's nah, his I ceiling? I wouldn't even put him Fred Van Fleet. That's, That's what I'm saying. High. Like, what is what's Ayo ceiling? Damn. Why we stay put at the trade deadline if Ayo ceiling ain't Fred? Yeah, you put him. You put him. You put him tough. It's yeah. not Fred. It's not Benedictine from the Pacers. Halliburton, hell no. It definitely ain't that far up. 
So why did we stay so put at trade deadline and we got pieces? Well, v- Vucevic. Well, what the did, fuck? He don't play no defense. If you listen to my last week episode, I chimed in on it. I just feel like that they 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 dropped the ball on that. They did not pick up anybody that we needed. We needed. We first off, the Bulls was last in three point shooting. We oh should have got God. a shooter. Kobe White. Why is he still here? Kobe should have well, been well, gone, Why is he still here? And I love Kobe game. I North love Carolina. Kobe game, but I feel like he is definitely a trade piece, and we should have got a shooter. He was not, bro, Miguel. <laughs> so, this ain't to you. I'm just saying it. The trade is only as good as bro, somebody want to trade. He with was you. never supposed to be about? a bench player for us, bro. We didn't draft him to be a bench player, bro. Now we did not do that, bro. In, that was not the goal. We in, drafted in Kobe defense, White. In defense of that little organization that drafted him, I personally saw Kobe White up close and personal with his senior year, like right before he got drafted. I was not impressed. I'm not mad. He just a whole bunch of energy. Fast. I wasn't impressed. And he really, and I saw him he, at the and he really got game. Don't sleep so, on Kobe, so, though. So, so, so it's safe to say that y'all boys don't think the Bulls going to make it in the second half of the, of the I season. I do. I think they're going to slide oh, yeah, in 7-8 seed. That was Hell top. no. Hell no. 7-8 seed. If they get to the playoffs, they going first round like they did I, that last I'll year. I'll say this. I'll say this. I ain't saying they getting I, out the first round. I, I said they might get in there. I can see them sneaking in. I don't see them getting in there. I can bro. see them sneaking in. They three games behind the eight. But spot. I have a lot of East Goblins right in. now. They, they might in. sneak in that so, so 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 holes real quick. So I'm gonna drop the mama dress. I already yeah, said I think they can quick. sneak in, so I'm gonna drop my West. My West. Oh. I'll say we all know that the West is always interesting that back quarter of the year. So I'm interested to see like within the next after the next month to see how the West plays out. I mean, you know the Warriors gonna find a way. They're going to find a way. Dane might even find a way. Warriors are horrible road They team. are. They are, but terrible it wouldn't surprise me if they found a way. So, between. Clay at 42 tonight. So at where, what was they at? From the eighth spot. It was probably at home. I, ain't, yeah. I know they, from, they trash on the road. Strictly sure. from the eighth spot. You got Jazz, Warriors, Blazers, Lakers. Lakers definitely. Combined, like, at the highest, at the highest from the eighth spot. Two games behind. Mm-hmm. The Lakers are two games behind. Everybody else is game, game and a half. I just feel so bad. For, I know it's the That's off it. topic, G. I just hate to see Dane Lillard just fizzle away. He's too loyal, I'm a, but I'm going to leave that alone. Yeah, I'm going to leave that alone. Loyal to default. I'm going to leave that alone. We're going to have a whole podcast about how I feel about that. That's crazy. Because in, in this business of professional sports, you got to do what's best for you. That loyalty shit is cool. It's cool. But at the same time, Loyalty and legacy don't always go go together. Yeah. And I love Dame. Like I feel like he's the quintessential pro. I feel like super versatile. I feel like all that. But I ain't gonna chime in. He's, loyal, he's too loyal. I think to differently about that. Yeah, I'm gonna let you it, do. I'm gonna you let do. it slide. Yeah, I think differently about that. You do. I'm gonna just leave it with this. My second <laughs> half prediction is the Lakers is gonna be uh, over the play. I think they, I think they're gonna be play better than the play in position. And um, I think. Uh, Boston is a favorite to win it, and um, I think the verdict is out on the Suns because KD coming back, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a lot of pressure on CP3 to win the ring. So that's my prediction for the second half, man. It's gonna be exciting. It's gonna be fireworks, and I just hope that uh, you know, we get that for sure. I I agree. I think that I think the Lakers gonna make a lot of noise in the second half. Play in a six seed. I think they're gonna get that. I think they get the six seed. Okay. I think they're gonna get the six seed. I feel like because the West is so tight. Like if you go on, if you lose a weekend of games, 
You can drop from uh, from seventh to thirteenth. Let me get you on this though, Slim. What's up on the Mavs though? We ain't talk about the Mavs. Now look, that's the that's the thing, right? The Mavs. I I honestly feel like I feel like they'll be in, but I I think they gonna fall because I think they might drop the play in because for the simple fact that they ain't got no defense, bro. At all. They, they all trade, offense, no trade defense. Away all they yeah, bro. <laughs> they traded away all they defenders. They don't have no defense, so. I think that the, the offense is going to win them a lot of games, but not having no defense is going to lose them a lot of games too. So I think them boys are going to fall. And I also think it'll be interesting to see what happens with Kyrie after the, after this season, what he do. He's going to the Suns. He gone. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I think uh, – because that could be a part of the plan with him and KD, but I think the second half, I think the Bulls, I think we'll get a play-in shot at least. Um, I'm 11th right now? Uh, yep, we are 11th right now. Right. I think we'll at least get a play-in shot. Whatever we do with that, we'll you know what I mean, we'll do. I, I think Pat Beverly will bring something to us. I don't know how much, but I think he's going to do something for us, you know what Who's I your mean? your favorite to win it all? Oof. I say Boston. I'm, I'm going to go with LeBron, bro, just because I can't go against LeBron. Ooh, but I'm, yeah, I'm, that's tough. I'm saying, <laughs> y'all know me. Y'all know I'm biased. Y'all know I'm biased. right now. Jesus. <laughs> to win or what? Y'all know you I'm said biased. Win or what? To NBA? win it all. I'm biased, bro. I'm biased, bro. Oh, wow. I'm rocking with LeBron. I'm, okay, I'm, outside I'm of my bias. bias opinion. Outside of my bias opinion. Outside of my bias opinion, I think a healthy Bucks team is a wrap for anybody, bro. With a healthy – Bucks team with them with them putting Crowder on that team with them adding Crowder, I feel like 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 we talked about last week. That's a big that's a that's an even better version of PJ Tucker. And we seen what they did when they had PJ. You getting a little bit more from Crowder, so I feel like with a healthy Bucks team with everybody yeah, on the floor, hit a three with Middleton, right with Middleton, Crowder, Yana, healthy Giannis, and all Drew, everybody healthy. I feel like a, a healthy Bucks team win it all for sure. That's just my opinion though. If Giannis, if Giannis, if if he healthy in the playoffs, it's up. Y'all it's talking going, about that? Yeah, why y'all don't even know why y'all brought up the Mavs, bro? They struggling. They gonna, no, no, no. They I brought the Mavs because know. they got one of the best they're offenses gonna, in the game gonna, right now. They're gonna struggle simply because they don't even know who's gonna be able to take the last shot. You got two ball dominant guards. That won't last that's long. Three weeks old. Yeah, that won't last yeah. long. That that's won't three last weeks long. old though. They just won against a weak ass Orlando team, of course. But what's three weeks old? Them not being able to figure out who's going to shoot the they last shot. They still ain't going to be able to figure that out. That they won't last long, though. Teams do. But, yeah, It'll man. it take you like a month, two Facts. months to figure that shit out. You got to jail. You got to learn how to jail. I said, them, the boys going to be rolling. Who team you think it is, Miguel? It's Luka team. It's Luka so, team. So, who do you think take the last shot? I believe it's Luka, but don't you That's think that uh, Kyrie ain't going to pull that motherfucker if he think it's right? Something. It's a chain of command, man. That boy ain't going to get out of yeah. his body like that. Hey, chain of command is always meant to be broken. Not about Kyrie. His track record <laughs> don't even give you that type of smoke. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm in the line of work with chain of command really matters, and I'm telling you right now, that you're, shit can well, be broken. You're, you're giving me insubordinate energy. Hey, you, hey, you, you giving me insubordinate energy. Hey, oh, for real, you, hey, that, you dealing with citizens, bro. Hey, no. Kyrie better get out of his body. He'll be the first trade smoker I'm in the line of work with chain of command matters, and I'm telling you. He'll be the first trade smoker to Orlando. he get out of his body out there in Dallas. Right. I'm telling you, watch. All right, man. So, look, facts, facts. So, we got a lot to look forward to in the second half of the NBA season. As we all know, them playoffs are going to come up around April, May. Let's talk about it. So, man, we're going to be here to give y'all the 
the the insight on all of that, man. Get y'all our predictions in there. Think a little later on, but let's move on, man. We're gonna jump straight into what I was trying to talk about at first. This college basketball situation, man. You know we like to cover everything. Um, we're gonna go into this Brandon Miller situation at Alabama. So for y'all who, for those who don't know. Brandon Miller, he's one of the top players in the country, bro. One of the top college players in the country. As we all know, Bama, I, I believe, is ranked number one in the nation right now. On the bat, number two, one or two in the nation right now. I believe, I think it's two in the nation in basketball. As we all know, Bama is a football school, but them boys are hooping right now, and that's a, has a lot to do with Brandon Miller. He's the star of the team. So what happened was uh, there was an incident with – Brandon Miller, who's a freshman, and another one of his teammates, Darius Miles, uh, was a gun involved. Um, Brandon, uh, they were in Brandon's car going down to a strip in Tuscaloosa uh, to party like most college kids do. Uh, I guess Brandon and, and, and there was another guy with him too, left a gun in the back seat of the car. Um uh, I mean, I'm sorry, Darius left a gun, and, and another guy left a gun in the backseat of the car. Brandon left. Uh, he dropped them off, and he left. And then he got a text message from Darius saying that, uh, you know, bring him the gun. So Brandon went back to the scene brought and pulled up. Brandon got in, got the gun, and him and the other guy ended up getting into a shootout with someone else. And a 23-year-old woman who's a mother of a kid, uh, mother of a five-year-old ended up getting killed behind all of this. Now, mind you, Brandon never touched the gun. He sat in the car the whole time. He pulled back up, uh, let the other, let his teammate, his former teammate, get the gun out. They got into a shootout. Brandon was actually in his car, and his car actually ended up getting hit two times by bullets during this shootout. And a woman ended up dead behind this situation. Now, a woman with kids, by the way, a woman with the five-year-old with the five-year-old kid. She ended up dead in this situation. Now, um, where the big fuss comes in is uh, all of this information that we found out as far as Brandon, we knew about Darius Miles and, him, and the other guy being charged with the murder. Now, as of Tuesday of this week, we found out about Brandon's part of the situation with you know the gun being left in his car and his teammate asking him to bring him the gun and him pulling back up and his teammate getting the gun out the car. Now, a lot of people were pushing just because of that, because of him being involved in some sort that he shouldn't have played. You know, he should have been some sort of suspension or he should be, you know, just uh, take some time off of basketball until they figure out what's going on. Now, Brandon wasn't charged with any anything from the police. The police didn't charge him with anything. They said there was nothing they could charge him with because he never touched the gun. And he never really had any involvement, um, you know, as far as that goes. He just, The gun was just in his car. He pulled back up. He never touched it. He never got out or anything like that. And so what happens is the coach allowed him to play that following day, which was Wednesday. Now, you got to know the school knew about this way before Tuesday when the world found out about it. But they let him play Wednesday. He ended up dropping 40, hitting the game, winner in overtime, or whatever the case may be. But – what I want to ask the fellas, is Bama wrong? Is the coach wrong, the school wrong for letting them play? And also, what are you guys' thoughts on this situation? Uh, should he have been on the court? And, um, you know, just in general, what do you guys think about this? But I mean, because, you know, some in some cases, I'm no 
I'm not giving anybody the benefit of the doubt. But, you know, in some cases, you know, sometimes peer pressure plays a big part in things or sometimes you don't really know what you're getting into. You know what I mean? So what do you guys think, man? Do y'all think – because a lot of people are making a big deal out of this because they let him play. And then the coach had some things to say too, like, well, he wasn't charged with anything. He really had nothing to do with it. He didn't touch the gun. He didn't do nothing. Woo-woo-woo. The person who did do it is behind bars and all of that. So – Man, I just really want to know what the fellas think because this is, is a serious matter. Someone lost their life behind it. A mother lost her life, her life behind this. A child lost his mother. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A mother lost a baby. A father lost a kid. You know, it's a lot going on here. So, man, what y'all boys think on this, man? I'm going to actually start this off because, crazy enough, man, this is near and dear to me because, actually, one of my players from this season just got into a little trouble a couple nights ago. Like a little gun situation, so like this is really his home for me, and and but I'm not gonna address that because I still got to deal with that in my real life. But from this perspective, I'll say this: Did he legally do something wrong? No. Like he came, and based on the lawyers, you know what I'm saying. What the lawyer said, he was already headed back to the strip. You know what I'm saying? And like for complete transparency, I've been to Tuscaloosa. For a coach's clinic. I've been to University of Alabama for a coach's clinic. I've been on that strip. I've been active on that strip. There's nothing else to do in Tuscaloosa but go to the University of Alabama and go to that strip. I've been to the mall. It was absolutely terrible. There's nothing else there but the campus, which is beautiful, immaculate, and that strip. So, and I and I talked about it earlier, but before when we was off mic, that for me, that's a recipe for disaster. For teenagers with a lot of publicity, I feel like at the bare minimum, he had a moral obligation. There was a moral obligation to like, bro, you, you know your people, you know your teammates, you know what I'm saying? You know your people that's that's on your team, and that at the end of the day, if you get that text message, that's probably a better reason. To turn your ass around. No, that's real. Because at the end of the day, we all got homies that aren't the best decision makers. So sometimes you got to make a decision for them. And but that's also a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure to put on what? He's 18? That's real. He's 18? That's a lot to put on 18 year old. But guess what? It's a lot of pressure when you get drafted next year in the top in the lottery. That's real. So so do you put so with the Darius Miller kid, mm-hmm. I feel like he don't get talked about enough in this situation because he made a mistake. Because he's not the face, right? He's not the he face. Not, he's not yeah, one of the top players in the nation. And like yeah, I like I told yeah, them earlier, because he, he made a mistake that changed his yeah. life that night too. One thousand percent. They don't even talk about it. He going Ego. to jail for a Ego. long time. And this is a kid who's and so let's just he's all a, talk about it. Like me and you have been college athletes where we've been hurt. Right. In fact, when you get hurt and you're not playing. Regardless whether you're on scholarship or not, you really not a part of that team. And you feel it too. You feel it. They moving on Life without you. On. That's how I feel. They like moving we, on we've without literally you. watched. We heard ACL tear. A hey, move to drill up ten yards. Yeah, facts. They ain't getting over the that. Trainers gonna feel. Yeah. The, the trainers will figure it out. That's a fact. Damn. Practice don't stop. That's a fact. He so not lying. so now just imagine. Uh, let me put my myself in his shoes and trust me, I'm not caping for him no, at no point because. I got six sisters. I got old 15 nieces. I don't play like that. 
at all, bro. You, old girl shouldn't got hit that night. No, I don't play like that at all. One thing about me, I crash out about mine. And I got a lot to lose, and I'm crashing out. But at the same time, I got to empathize with him because, bro, when you injure, you're not a part of that team, bro. We don't we don't look for you to be in meetings. We don't look for you to be in practice. We don't look for you to be in the weight room. Life goes on, bro. Let me ask you this, though, hoes. So, when you come – so, I forgot the name of the coach from Alabama, though. When you come get my kid. Nate Oates. Nate Oates? Mm-hmm. When you come grab my kid from wherever Darius Miller from, mm-hmm. when you come grab him, bro, I'm not – I can't – Brandon Miller. No, 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 my bad. Dar- Darius Miles? Darius Miles. Darius Miles. My bad. I'm talking Darius Miller. Right. But, look, my thing is you came and grabbed him. You came and mm-hmm. recruited him. I can't blame you for his whereabouts. But what I'm saying is, for you to say, if you a college athlete and don't feel a part of the team, when you doing your thing, ain't that why you recruited my kid? Because I left him down there with you for a reason. I need my kid. I feel like I can't control Darius Miller's actions at all. Darius and I'm my host. Damn, fuck <laughs> it. You know what I'm trying to say, man. Darius goddamn mouth. Not the one with the braids from the Clippers. But I can't control his actions, bro. All I'm saying is- True. I sent my baby down there with you, bro. I, I, I'm talking about me as a nigga with yeah, kids. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I sent my baby down there with you, bro. And my baby got into some bullshit. It made me feel like I can't, like I said, I'm not blaming Coach Oates. 1,000%. Where the fuck was you at? Why was it guns? You, why was he where able you, to? Where you can't cut. You can't play in that game. Hey, but look, man. look, 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 look. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. I'm not blaming the coach. What I'm saying, though, is I, prime example, can we, can we do that right now? Can we do the prime example right now? Come on. Come on. Carter, man. That's my little, that's my boy. That's my little man's. You sent him over here to me, bro. Carter, I'm getting that type of trouble because I'm going to be on, I'm going to cross so many goddamn dots on that shit. I'm going to cover so many goddamn pieces of ground that by the time Carter even put in his mind that I'm going to get, I'm going to get pistoled up. I'm gonna be the cover that ground already. Can I, can I just, it, but get it, but get it. No, he's he missing hey, my son. I gotta look, mention hold this. On, wait. I gotta mention this. Go ahead, no, go, go ahead, Miguel, because he's missing my son. I only mention that because of the love I got for no, little. No, we just making a comparison. Yeah, yeah. We just making a comparison. He missing my son. It's only right that I go. Yeah. What I'm saying is, yeah, you the coach. You you damn cow. Was it with Calipari? Nato, you came, yeah, yeah. you came, and I'm just saying, I'm making the comparison. You Calipari, you came down and get my damn my son. You 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 recruited him for a specific talent that he has in yeah. the sport. I'm not. I can't hold you accountable for what this man doing his free time. You can though. You can though, bro. How can you? How can you? How can you? Okay, listen. You can though, bro. How can you? I want to get you. I want to get you. Nate Oates, whoever that coach is in Alabama, this man got probably got a wife, probably got kids. He probably sitting at home on this Saturday night or whatever it is. You can't. I can't hold you accountable yes, for what my can, son bro. do for I 24 you, hours. Yes, you can, bro. You, bro. Yes, you can, bro. I sit them down When you send you. a kid to college, bro, that's like literally giving your kid away to somebody. It's that's damn near like saying. a legal guardian, if bro. My son going through something. My bad. Go ahead, bro. My bad. Go ahead. I'm, I'm siding with Gator on that. And, and the coach, I'm going to be real. This is what the coach said. You can't control. <laughs> you can quote this. This is what he said in quotes. Can't control everything everybody does outside of practice. He said, nobody knew this was going to happen. College kids are out. Brandon hasn't been in any type of trouble, nor is he in any type of trouble in this case. Now, my problem with that is, 
you sticking up for Brandon, but what you about Darius? But what about Darius? That's somebody's now, baby. That's all I'm, I'm in agree. I'm in agreement with Gator because I feel like this, bro. I know for me, when I went to college, one thing my coach told us in the parent meeting before all the parents left and left the kids, he said, "Parents, they minds now. Y'all leaving them with me. They in my hands. They in good care." He said that, and I remember that because I didn't want my parents to leave, and that's what he said to to the parents. With that being said, and with me as a person, me as a former coach and all of that, bro, if you leave your kid, granted, yeah, you can't control nothing. Nobody do. It was too many pistols on the fucking campus, bro. That's fair. You can't control nothing. Nobody do. But I I do agree with Gator when he says that, bro, you you are somewhat kind of – you are responsible for this kid. You supposed to have a tight enough relationship with this kid to well, if some shit go down, they supposed to call you first. Because I know when I was in college and when shit went down that we ain't like, we called the coaches first. We called our coaches because we trusted our coaches enough to call them, Same, and, and you know what I mean. And we we tapped on deck exactly. Bro. We we got we tapped in with them first because we felt like our parents aren't here, so y'all the next best thing. So I just feel like, from what bro saying, I agree with it. The coach should have been a little bit more involved with this and a little bit more involved with that player. And I'm and, and granted, he can't control what the what the player do. He can't control what you know what I mean, but you cannot treat this kid like he a grown he even, man. He didn't even mention the can other I, kid. Exactly. And you cannot you cannot treat him like he a grown man and blah, well, he gonna go out and make his own decisions and let him do that. Can no, because he's still a fucking kid. Yeah, you can, can I interject? Bro. I just yeah. Okay. I agree with you. Like, that's the way I coach. But I'm also not coaching a billion dollar business. That's another thing, bro. I'm not coaching a billion dollar. It's different. I have Let's the time. just be clear. Bama basketball ain't a billion dollar business. Bama basketball it's, only been on the map this year. No, no. It's been productive the last decade. Yeah, college section. It's been with productive that. the last decade. College, college, when when college section with that, them, them them boys wasn't that cold. What, no, what no, no, Avery no. Johnson was their coach, wasn't I'm saying recruiting wise. Recruiting That's what wise. I'm saying. Them college boys ain't they, they ain't never been they, they Bama ain't been known for nothing but football. What I'm saying is this. It's it's right. not a blue blood. But it's been climbing, and that matters. It ain't been climbing. Them been. niggas had one climbing. good better year school. outside of this year, saying, bro. I ain't it's saying they winning more games. Them niggas had one good year outside of this year. Name me another good year they well, had then. Was it before 10 years ago? It was a doormat. It's not a doormat no more. Bama is so still a doormat, bro. Arkansas been running the SEC for the last you know few saying? years, bro. None, nonetheless, business is business. So we got to understand, like, for me – it's a reason why I coach in high school. Like, you know, I, I was ready to make that college leap. But me doing them interviews and me just understanding the system of the college coaching, it's not really coaching. It's not really. Like, it's business. And I coach because I genuinely like building relationships. And my my slogan is, if I know the person, I can coach the player. A head coach ain't getting to know his players. Oh, this is what I'm That's saying. That's bogus. This is what I'm saying about Darius. This is what I'm saying about Darius Miles' situation. I shake hands and kiss babies. Because the coach tried to I, clear that shit up afterwards. But look, though. He got right. to. He fucked That's up. Business. He tried That's to clear that up because he know that shit was That's crazy. Business. He fucked up the first time. What I'm saying about Darius Miles, let me make sure I get it right. Yeah. I'm saying about his situation is, if you bet this to what's going on at ESPN right now, 
they barely mentioned this kid. That's a fact. He was the one that shot the gun, I'm assuming. They said, yeah, they said they the other barely mentioned this it. kid. But they, they they keep glossing over the fact that when you 17 and you 18 years old, and you, you put it into my man tonight about yeah. being injured, that's a different part of the yeah, psyche it's a lot. I did it's not pick up yeah. on prior to. It, so doesn't, validate, it doesn't validate no, 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 his decision no, no. making. Somebody but died it matters. But it matters. It's bad yeah. decision making. But what I'm saying is, dog. This not football. When football, y'all be having hella niggas on the sideline. True. Hella niggas are not even going to play in four years. True. Basketball is completely different. What is it, like got, 15 people on the uh, team? Come on, bro. Well, when I watch, but you, I'm a challenge. And look, you I'm got 15 that. kids I'm on the team, that. bro. Let's say you got four headaches. You got enough time, bro. They pay you way more than what a nigga make as a manager at any top corporation. They pay you a lot of money to do your job. You mean to tell me you can't tap in with a kid's psyche and see, like, hey, yo, you're not playing right now. Let's get you busy. Because I feel like, nigga, free time is the devil's playtime. True. Clearly True. this nigga needed some help. And what you do? The, I feel like the coach you failed him. The ball. He failed himself yeah. on top first. Failed himself yes. first. And his coach failed him because, bruh, I got babies at the crib. You come to my crib and tell me, you send your kid with me. I got you. And my kid get down there and whack somebody on some drunk shit. Bro, I'm going to look at you like, yo, are you not a 24-hour? Like, you, you not open 24 hours? You not, like. I'm with you, G. What's up, bro? I'm with Why you, was bro. he able to even do that? Because my, my thing is this, G. What you focus on grows. If I'm focused on bullshit, bro, bullshit going to follow me throughout my whole existence. G, if he got that tight that night, bro. Bro, what was what was going on prior to? Why was he even there to be even getting that goddamn drunk? On top of if he wasn't playing, what was his game plan? They never discussed what the fuck his game plan was. What you saying mm -hmm. when you which, when you injured, you feel like you're not a part of the team. Yeah. What was his what was his regiment while he was hurt? Go go listen. They don't talk about from, none from of that an other shit, bro. Hey, you kicking some heat, yeah, bro. Yeah, he definitely, from an interesting standpoint, that's a fact. Real. They didn't talk about like, what happened to Darius Smith. All they said was he whacked him a motherfucker that night. He probably and he right. fucked up for doing it. He that's probably right. gonna see the trainer for one hour a day. Come on, it's bro. It's 23 more hours in a day. Nigga. You know what I'm saying? It's you see your babies down there with me, bro, and he hurt. Hey, little nigga, we gotta go. Okay, you training for one hour a day. Yeah. I'm on your line. I'm on your line. Not all day. Maybe the morning. Goddamn afternoon and night. What were you at? What you on? I'll be honest with you, and I'll be one thousand percent honest with you. And Cordell can attest to this. That's why when I when I got a player who I know can go play college ball, I don't talk about football. I don't lesson. talk about football. I talk about the fact that listen, I was the first person in my family to go to college. I was the first person in my family to graduate from college, and nonetheless, to be the first person to go play a sport in college. It's dark times. Them is dark fucking times. So I have conversations about the dark times because at the end of the day, wearing the jersey, you know what I'm saying, sitting at parlaying through campus and getting all the clout, that's easy. God forbid you tear ACL or you tear labor in your shoulder you and you can't play and you got to have surgery. You don't exist. You're the wounded warrior walking around that nobody you can't produce. So now at that point, I have to talk to you about the dark times. I, right. I've personally taken a flight to D.C. to go check on my kid from that, that go to Georgetown. He was in a dark place. He wasn't playing. He was hurt. He slotted the star, got hurt two weeks before the first game, and had the red shirt. I personally took a flight. 
Yeah. Because he was the first person in his family to do that. His parents didn't understand and that. What you're saying is, is, is what I'm saying is, I agree with you because if you making, put it like this, bro, people get paid $40,000 a year to be a manager at, at True. this job. Nate O's getting paid a whole lot more. All I'm saying is, protect the investments, bro. My kid is an investment in your program. I agree with you. But yeah. I'm, what I'm going to tell you is this. From a systematic standpoint, they don't view it that way. The business of sports does not view it from a uh, humility, empathetic, and human standpoint. So let me ask you this. North Carolina coach, uh, damn, what? Hey, Slim, you can help me out. You may not be able to help me out. You may. Anybody? Which one? Which one? Dean um, Smith. Roy Williams. Roy Williams. Dean Smith. Dean, Dean Smith. Smith. He had a kid who... He couldn't speak English that well. Mm-hmm. So he'd get him in the games. When he get in the games, he'd tell him to do certain things, and he wasn't picking up on it. So he kept yelling at him and couldn't figure out what the hell was going on. Come to figure out, the kid couldn't speak English yeah. well. He sent an assistant coach to the kid to figure out his culture and what was going on with his with the with the with the barrier on the the uh the uh communication side. Mm-hmm. Bro, that's a devotion you, you need to you deal with these mean? kids. Like, you know well, like they, they're, they're not adults. That's not like you talking to Kyrie Irving. Agreed. You talking to that's kids. I'm going to tell you the difference, though. That means that man stands on his morals more than he stands on his coaching ability. Facts. That's the difference. Like, damn, I feel like if, if anybody from work ever hears this, this might go left. I'm going to bring up, we had a teacher who she's – I don't know if she was born here in America or if she, like, migrated here. She told another student who doesn't speak English. English is not her first language. I think you need a translator. That's terrible. Some people just don't have moral fiber, and they don't lead with their morals, bro. Yeah. They might be great at what they do, but their morals aren't their compass. And the, the deeper you get into business, I feel like you lose your moral compass. I agree, like politicians to a degree. Bruh, 1,000%. And I think that's where the problem lies. Like, big-time college sports, that's a business. It's a reason why guys like Urban Meyer, Nick Saban, all those guys exist because they're good at the business. But it's a lot of other people who are good at the moral part of it and good good for students. But if you can't win, nobody ever know you're good for athletes. Yeah, man, it just sucked because when, yeah, I, when I when I see Darius Miller's situation, um, you look at a kid. Darius Miller. God damn, <laughs> bro! I'm gonna say it, man. And y'all heard me, man. Y'all know what y'all talking about, man. Darius Miles, not the nigga from the Cleveland Cavaliers or the Clippers, man. God damn! All I'm saying is, man, the kid situation need to be talked about more. I think it's something you can learn from. Agreed. That, um, like you said, when somebody get hurt. It needs to be proper protocol. Mm-hmm. You can't, like you said, you can't dictate everybody else's moves, which I agree with. But, man, we got to do better by these. Because at the end of the day, what are they? College what? Kids. Thank you. Kids, man. And can I throw something else in? Fucking before, kids, before we, bro. before we transition. It's been a rough year in sports in general. From the college, yeah, and Auburn. Belief. Like he killed a couple kids out he, there in Auburn. You got yeah. the New Mexico State situation yeah, where been, another yeah. basketball player shot somebody, and the coach held the gun and covered it up. 
Bro, it's been crazy in yeah, sports. It's been wild. It's been wild. Virginia football incident. Yeah, it's been absolutely. Not, and I, it ain't just stopped the college. It's been the high school level too. Shit, our girls team where I where I'm athletic director, they got into a brawl where a parent jumped out the stands and punched one of our girls. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I kinda, it's been nuts, bro. That's a different discussion. It's been right. absolutely. You punch my you, kid. You punch my me, kid. I'm out them stands too. Hey, hey, I don't see. I don't see age. I'm outside, baby. Uh, <laughs> it's sure. been nuts, bro. Like, and I just feel like, from wanna... a societal standpoint, we pedestal entertainment way too much. So let's. So I want to for the for the sake of the podcast, let's get back to Brandon Miller. The name I've been trying to say, been mixing up with Darius the whole time. Yo, Brandon Miller, me personally, man, is it fucked up? Yes. Do I condone it? No. But have I been 18 before and yep. made bad decisions? Horrible sure. decisions. Yes, I have. I don't know his mindset going into going back to the strip. When, But I, I do know when somebody say bring the gun, I know what that means. I need to make a decision. Yes, <laughs> like, I know what that means. Yo, when they say bring the gun, bro, I don't need to be the one to bring it to them is Negative. what I'm saying, bro. So, yeah, it's rough yeah. because if I lost my daughter behind that, I'm on the front line. Like, he shouldn't be playing. Yeah, if I lost sure. my if I lost my mama behind that, yep. I'm on the front line. He shouldn't be playing. And you going to let him play because it, he an uh, NBA, like, Lottery pick down there. And I feel bad because at the end of the day, there's like everybody loses in this. Yeah, nobody wins. Everybody loses. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, I always tell the kids in my school, bro, you a teenager. I expect you to fuck up. Yeah. And I expect you to fuck up. And, like, and it's you know the teenagers, you don't know. I done yeah. been in situations where I done made some huge yeah. mistakes that you like, damn, nigga, if they, if they bump me on this, I ain't coming back from it. That's why I say, from a moral standpoint, he did have an obligation. But legally, he didn't do nothing wrong. It's just that's a tough situation, especially when when somebody loses their life, and, and like Cordell said, man, come on, man, uh, a, a, a child loses their mother, come on, bro. You know what I'm saying? And really, ultimately, a mother loses their child, and both of those kids that's going to jail. Man, I, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know how you play this this Brandon Miller situation, man. I don't know if you. I don't know. He didn't get he didn't get charged with nothing. So I think that by law, I kind of feel like he got to play because he didn't get charged by nothing. That's the law. You know what I'm saying? You sit That's out, real. I'm not arguing with the law. I think they should have sat him out though. I think they should have sat him out just for that one game, at least one game. After that thing came out, at least sit him so. out for that one game, just out of respect for the life that was lost. Now I get it from a business standpoint, and even from a Collegiate coach, athlete, collegiate sports, whatever the case may be. I get it from that standpoint, bro. He wasn't charged with anything. He kind of really had no real involvement in it from a legal standpoint. That's cool. But I just feel like that the situation that happened, the the the, the end result of everything, of all of the chaos that night, it ended with a life loss. You know what I mean? Right. It ended with a with a with a young woman, twenty three years old, with a kid, no longer here. What makes it me? so different from the MSU situation? It don't make it no different from any other life lost. I mean, I ain't asking you like I'm testing you on it. I'm yeah. just asking. No, nah, for sure. And you right. It's comparable to the MSU situation because somebody lost their life behind some bullshit. Facts. And I I just think that with that being said, 
I just feel like they should have at least set him for – if you're going to send him, send him for at least that game just out of respect for the life that was lost. Even though he had nothing to do with it, you could have sat him and then you could have gave your comments on, okay, well, they said that this he wasn't involved, this and this and this. Whether you win or lose that game, I feel like it's a lot bigger than the sport at that point because yeah, of life they, was lost. they chose their bottom line over, yeah. over the moral. Yep. Over the moral compass. Yep. You know what I'm saying? They chose yep. the bottom line over it. Yep, for sure. He, I feel like he should have been set out the whole season, bro. I feel like Dang, nigga, you was I ain't mad at that either. You accessory to a murder, my boy. Like, you were not accessory to, like, a gunshot victim. You was accessory to a murder. So I'm just like, yo, you should have really set him down. He's going to get drafted again. He's going to get drafted anyway. Yeah. He's the number one player in the country. Yeah. Yep. He's going to get drafted anyway. But that should have been his penalty. Sit him down, bro. Because yeah. now I'm looking at it like, so you choosing your bottom line over what's right and what's wrong. And to me, that ain't right, bro. Because it's like Brandon Miller... From the facts, I could like from the facts of things, is an accessory to a murder. 1,000%. Yep. Most people go to jail yep. for this type of 1, shit, yep. but because yep. of who he was in his stature, he didn't. So you dodged a bullet. Yep. But nigga, you got to go sit down and relax, bro, because you played a major part in a, in a, in a huge, traumatic, life changing event for other people who you don't got no ties to, and that's a woman who lost. Nigga, she not here no more. She got a baby, and whoever her baby father is, and her mother, her father, it's just a it's a chain of reactions. Like that shit, wild. Brandon Miller should not be playing basketball, yeah. in my opinion, right now, bro. I'm with you on that, bro. So yeah, man. Moving on, though. Moving on, man. That was a that's a, a that's a that's a heavy one for sure, man. That's a heavy one for sure. Um, rest in peace to the to the life that was lost, man. man that young bro, woman uh, that lost her kid, man. Condolences to the family for sure. It's just a tough situation to be in, man. But let's move on, man. Let's brighten this thing back up, man. Let's get back into some football, man. As we all know, the NFL did end, you know, a couple weeks ago. But guess what? The XFL did start. Yes, Lord. Last weekend, man. And, Fortunately for us, man, there's been some great football being played, man, with this XFL. Sensational. Um, sensational football and with hoes, man. I'm going to give y'all these uh, week one scores, man. We had the Vegas Vipers playing against the Arlington Renegades. Uh, Vegas was winning that game pretty much the whole game, man. Arlington came back and won that thing 22-20. to 20. Uh, We had the Orlando Guardians versus the Houston Roughnecks. Um... Uh, Houston ended up winning that thing, uh, thirty-three to twelve. We had St. Louis versus San Antonio. Uh, St. Louis took that one, eighteen fifteen. And then uh, we had that wrapping up the weekend on that Sunday. We had the Seattle uh, Sea Dragons versus the DC Defenders. DC took that one, twenty-two to eighteen. So what I want to ask the guys is, man, what did y'all think? What did y'all take away from this uh, first? And we actually had a game this Thursday too, this Thursday yesterday, just yesterday. St. Louis Battlehawks versus Seattle Dragons. Seattle snuck out of there with that one, twenty to eighteen, man. So I just want to ask the fellas, man, what did y'all take away from this weekend, man? What did y'all take away from this XFL, uh, the first week? How did y'all feel about it? And what do y'all think? What are y'all looking forward to from this? Do y'all think this league will last, man? What y'all boys think, man? Let's go. Well, I'll kick it off, man. <laughs> the XFL, man, is busting. <laughs> it's busting. I mean, you can't say it no other way. It, 
I honestly wanted to ask a question to the to the to the to the cast, man, to the other pod. Is this the new G League of the NFL? I, me personally, I'm gonna answer the question before I even pass it along. I believe it is. I believe this is gonna set. It's gonna be able to set the tone for a lot of be able to set up a lot of players to have the opportunity to be able to play at the next level. You know what I'm saying? Um, I know the Rocket and and his ex was his ex wife. Ex wife, yeah. His ex wife. Uh, I know they're going off of this player fifty four type thing. You know, because it's fifty three man roster in the NFL nowadays. So they 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 they're kind of setting the stage of everybody that's playing in the XFL. You know, you guys are y'all the, yeah y'all one step away, one roster spot away. And the way that these boys are playing, oh my God, bro! They setting, hey man, this it is competitive. If you haven't chimed in, you definitely need to chime in, man. The XFL is it, man. It's lit. You got former NFL players, former NFL superstars. Um, you got people that was stars at the collegiate level that just didn't have the attributes or whatever it may be to make it to the next level, man. They playing at a that I guess the next best stage than the NFL too, that you know be able to it's like a tryout for the next for the next level, man. And I'm looking forward to it, man. I mean, it's only been a week in one game so far. You got games covering this Saturday, this Sunday, and and like I said, if you haven't chimed in, man, definitely chime in. It's definitely entertaining, man. It's that it's not no fugazi shit here. Highly underrated sports. You know, we're not going to send y'all off. We're gonna put y'all in tune with the you know, with the with the movement, man, and the XFL is it. Me personally, I believe that the XFL is the new NFL's G League, man. That's me. Holes, what you think? I mean, one thing you gotta know about me, I ain't gonna turn down my college to no football. You know what I'm saying? Especially after the Super Bowl, because at that point it's usually a dry spot where damn, I just gotta wait it out and see, you know, watch more basketball or Got to wait till baseball season start and, you know, catch some games here and there. But for me, I mean, it's a quality, quality over quantity. I mean, XFL came out the gate. You had three nail-biter games where it really came down to the absolute last drive. And having some of those former, like, solidified players who play in the NFL, playing in the XFL and, like, having those names, it matters. Because now, you know, you get a little bit of pseudo-star power. And then The Rock is a star just from a, a pop culture standpoint. And having his wife who's like a – her business acumen is just absolutely crazy. I mean, it's a recipe for, for something great. And then the NFL giving them a semi-stamp, having them test out certain rules, test out certain equipment. The NFL don't do that. They don't do that with no other league. They've never done that with no other league where, you know what, hey, do this solid for us, da 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 So that's big for them. You know what I'm saying? I think as the quality of play continues to increase, I think now we can – they might be able to legitimately talk about, all right, let's be a farm system for you. And ultimately, I feel like that's a good thing. I feel like the NBA has a farm system for a reason. Some guys have a skill set, but they're just not mature enough to handle the the responsibilities of being an NBA athlete. Not yet. Yeah, they can put the put the ball in the hole, but they're not ready to handle 82 games, traveling, and everything that comes with that. It's the same thing with football. It's the exact same thing. Just imagine, like, if you go from let's just let's just take the the smallest of the small. You come from a dirt road somewhere in southern the southern states, and you go from that to having 
three, four million dollars in your bank account. That's a culture shock, bro. And now everybody know your name, everybody know your story, everybody know everything. You're not gonna handle that well. Mike Tyson always say you got a plan till you hit in the mouth. Mm-hmm. And having that amount of money is a shock to the face. So I think having a farm system and teaching guys professionalism, how to be a professional athlete, that goes a long way. And having somebody like The Rock who literally has gone from being that player 54, being at the University of Miami when he was behind Warren Sapp, guys like that, where he wasn't playing. So now I know what it feels like to be behind somebody, but knowing that I still got somewhat of a level of talent as a person, I feel like it's great. I love it. You know what I'm saying? It'd be different if – it was like rinky dink and mm-hmm. nah, yeah. nothing. Well, nothing was rinky dink about it. If it was that Donald oh. Trump shit, I'd be like, nah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they had to race to the football over to kick it out, bro. That was they kick off niggas the racing XFL. to the football. That was the XFL. They had yeah. some fucking weird ass nicknames and shit. And I'll be mm-hmm. real with you, some of the rules I actually like. Yeah, like that I kickoff rule. I like that too a lot. I can see I the like NFL adapting com- that. For sure. It's more competitive, bro. It actually gives the returners a chance to return the football. Yeah. And it also does – it It could cut down on the, the impact of the yeah. hits because ain't nobody coming full speed like that. Can't nobody – so just for y'all who don't know, the rule is the can nobody on the front lines can move until the returner catches the football. So once the returner catches the football, then – the the uh, return team can block and the other team can try to you know defend and the kickoff team is lined up five yards away yep. from the return team. Yep. Mm. So ain't no so, coming full head of steam. Yeah, ain't or no forty yards of steam yep. knocking somebody out. Yep. Like them, I've been in. The I wedge. love that. I I've love been that. in the wedge in college. Not fun. I got blew up at in all. the wedge before. Not fun. So, nah, I, I think that, and I, I like the fact that the clock keeps moving. Facts. And I like the fact that the clock stop on first downs, man. True. It's like, like college, college, bro. Yeah. They should do that in the NFL. It'll make games a lot more competitive, in my opinion. They talking about it I'm right just chiming in on this one, man. What I really appreciate about that is they got the HBCU combine. Yes. I'm not a huge fan of the combine, period, but I am a huge fan of putting kids in position to get right. You know what I'm saying? And – uh. I agree with that, man. I feel like that's gonna be something that get that uh, put a light on a um, situation that get, don't got a lot of light on it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I want to see kids come up, up under that. I seen the Rock when he went actually to the school. I forgot what school it was. I wish I would knew offhand. It was Jackson. But Jackson. It was, it was, it was yeah, Jackson. it was Deion Jackson. Sanders. Okay. That was Jackson. So when I seen him go down there and really get them kids a shot. Yep. That let me know, like, yeah, as far as a farm system, mm-hmm. yeah, this is the best situation we got for a farm system for people who can possibly get a shot. And I think it give you a, a, a sense of confidence when you see people like Josh Gordon, mm-hmm. and you know I'm a Cowboys fan. You got Danucci. Danucci. You know what I'm saying? So it give you a sense of confidence knowing, like, okay, I'm playing with these people, so I can possibly get to that level because I'm here with them, so. Man, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I fuck, I fuck with the league, man. I hope they do more. I hope they get supported more, and I hope people get behind it and uh, give us like that big three when the NBA season over with. True. We watch the big three. Give us that, man. Give us that, man. And as somebody personally who has been to these tryouts and I've done these things, yep, bro, it means a lot when somebody has been at that level and they come tell you, "Hey, bro, you can play." Yeah. You can play. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's just a murky road, but, bro, you can play at that level. That means a lot, bro. Mm-hmm. So getting a guy like Danucci, 
Josh Gordon to come down. Josh Gordon come to that receiver room and tell one of the receiver, hey, bro, you got it. Mm-hmm. Keep working. Bro, you know what that means to have an all-pro tell you that, bro, mm-hmm. you can do what I did? Like, that means a whole lot, and it goes a long way, bro. So, I love that level of energy, and it's dope to me, bro. Yeah, I'm in support of that, bro. No care. Man, for me, I was highly impressed with the uh, with the XFL uh, first week. Highly impressed. I feel like all of those games were good games for the most part. It was great football. I feel like the talent level was amazing. I feel like they were playing real football. Like, the guys was hungry. They were out there playing for a spot. They were out there playing, trying to get noticed, man. It was a lot of guys. They they were like kind of like the announcers were telling like when a person to make a play, they kind of give like a backstory on some of these guys, man. Mm-hmm. And some of these guys were in some tough positions. You know, some of these, I mean, I know for sure one guy had had like a heart attack and, or something like that, and he had to like get back in shape. And he was like, well, since I'm getting back in shape, I might as well try to play ball again. And he ended up making the XFL team. He was out there balling. You know what I'm saying? So – I just feel like it's another way to uh, for players because it's so many football players out here, man. But it's very, 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 very limited amount of uh, NFL slots, and we haven't really had no real leagues that were able to last outside of the NFL. Mm-hmm. So with this league and in, in the actual the competition level, it's crazy because it's it's not it's a mixture of. Raw college players, if you pay attention to college football, you know a lot of these names off the rip. But then it's also names that you know from the NFL. If you don't watch college football, it's names like Josh Gordon, Martavius Bryant, uh, Danucci, and, you know, uh, Vic Beasley. You know what I mean? It's a lot of names. Vic Beasley led the league in sacks at one point. point. You know what I'm saying? So First-round draft pick. First-round draft pick. It's a lot of names that you know that are in this league, so it gives you a reason to watch. But then when you watch and looking for those names, you ended up you end up finding somebody that you never even heard of balling. You know what I mean? So I feel like all of those games were competitive. Teams fought hard. I feel like this league uh will last. I'm like I said, I'm highly, highly impressed. And then just forget about the players for a second. Let's talk about the coaches, man. You got Charles Woodson. You got Wade Phillips. Rod you got Wilson. my bad, my bad. Rod, Rod Woodson, my fault. Rod Woodson. You got Heinz Ward. Mm-hmm. Man, you got a lot of names, big names out here that are coaching these teams, Get bro. People that you know getting opportunities to show what they can do, and and doing it with people who hungry. I just feel like you can't ask for anything better, man. So, man, for me, man, shout out to the XFL, man. Shout out to the XFL. And, and the USFL and all these minor league teams, man. So, and that that kind of leads me to a question that I kind of wanted to throw out to the fellas: like, do y'all boys think that the NFL needs like a farm system, like a farm league, like a, you know, a minor league teams? I mean, a minor league, you know, where they can kind of fish for players instead of, uh, well, you we only get a certain amount of players from the draft, and then whoever don't come from that, it's kind of like a wrap, and maybe you'll resurface at some point. Every other sport has it. Baseball has it. My baseball has a, a single A, double A, triple A. Uh, you got the NBA, got the the G League or whatever they call it now, D League, G League. They got all, you know, them teams. Um, you know what I'm saying? Every other hockey has minor league teams. All of the sports have it except for football. 
Do y'all think me personally? I'm gonna kick this off. I think yes, football because there there are, there are a lot of football players in the world, man, and there are also a lot of players who get kind of get the short end of the stick. And what I mean by that is they kind of they go to colleges, small smaller schools, or you know colleges that don't get as much publicity as bigger schools, Bama's, or even if you go to a school, a big school, and you, but your school is not that good, but you a dog. You don't really get the publicity because it's it's kind of based off of not just your personal performance, but kind of overall team performance. Like, unless you're already a big name going into it, if you kind of playing on the team and your team ain't that good, but you are, you'll probably get overlooked for a person who plays probably in your same division, but they want it. You know what I mean? So I feel like, yeah, because it's a lot of players – that don't get that same look but are just as qualified and just as good and have just as much skill set. I mean, a better, probably a better skill set than guys that are playing in the league, man, that, should, that do deserve a chance. And I feel like there may be some guys who may have just the potential, who may not be as good, but they have the potential, who may need an extra couple of years or some more, a little bit more development. You know what I mean? You never know what you can get from that, but why not take a couple of guys and put them, okay, cool, we're going to take y'all, we're going to send y'all down to our minor league team and let y'all ball there for a couple years and, you know, pull y'all up as the season go, you know, or something like that. Like, okay, cool, you got some running backs on your, on your team and one of them get hurt. Why not be able to pull one up from the XFL? You can pull one up because you already got them on your minor league XFL team. So you could just pull him up instead of trying to go watch film on a guy who played for this team at the first half of the season, but he got cut and all this. Bro, I know what he doing down here. I'm going to go pull him up, and we finna ball with him. I say yes. The NFL, it's long overdue, man. Y'all need to go ahead and adapt, man. I don't know what the fellas think, but my answer is yes. So I'm going to pass it to everybody else. Man, well, I'm going to piggyback off you. I believe yes. You hit on all the – you hit on <laughs> – on the best topics, I mean that. Why not? If a player get injured, if I'm already, you know, if this player is under my organization, why not call him up? I mean, XFL is the next best thing. I mean, if y'all ain't chimed in, here highly underrated. I'm telling you right now, y'all better tune in, man. The XFL is it. They lit, and I don't sleep on the USFL too. Like Ho said, I just recently had a draft. Mm-hmm. Like two yeah. days ago. Yeah, them boys. Hey, these boys playing, man. These boys ain't nothing but a. These boys ain't nothing but a, uh, one step away. They like a, like the Rock say, man. They play a fifty four. They one step away from being on that fifty three man roster, man. Like y'all need to tune in. I mean, a lot of this shit just come down to timing, bro. At the end of the day, man, it's a lot of people who can beat that 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 clock. A lot of people who can beat the bench press. A lot of people who beat all these drills. But at the end of the day, it can only be so so many players. So in the meantime, you need to just get your reps and get better. So to me, of course you need a farm system. Of course you need a minor league. Because ultimately, if we're going to be real, college sports has a farm system. It's called JUCO. Facts. Everybody needs a farm system, bro. Let me ask you this, though. Do you think we need a combine? You know, it's funny. We're going we gonna to really deep dive in this combine thing. <laughs> Next week. For oh, sure. Okay, okay. But, but, but I agree with you. I'll say okay. this, right? As somebody who now I'm on the other side of this, the underwear Olympics is not necessary. No, it's no, the underwear no, Olympics, bro. It really means nothing it if doesn't. you want to be honest. Like, I, I watched the same thing in high school. And high school is the worst, bro. It's a game of charades. Like, when they go to these camps in high school, what is one-on-one coverage 
when I know I'm going to have a safety over the top. I don't have a safety in this one-on-one. It's designed for the offense to win. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's a bunch of, but, you know, I'm not even going to go there. What is me running as fast as I can with nothing on compared to me running with 15 or 20 extra pounds of equipment on? But even bigger than that, knowing damn well how often in football do you break away for 40 yards? Facts. Without having to swerve and make people dodge and dip and all this other. But I'm going to digress from that. But from a performance standpoint with that, yes, we need it, bro. Everybody has it. When you think about high school basketball, you got AAU. Mm-hmm. That's a, a version of a farm system. Kids don't get enough reps on, on their regular high school team. They find them an AAU team. No matter how great the program or how less great the program is, you're getting reps. At the end of the day, repetition is the key to learning. You can't learn shit unless you keep repping it over and over and over. You study for a test how? You keep reading through your damn notes. Being an athlete is the same thing as being a good student. You have to rep the shit, bro. That's all it is. So I can't get good watching the the Pro Bowl person in front of me. Facts. If you never give me reps, how am I supposed to come out here and know how to do it? Facts. It look good, yeah. I know what it looked like, but I don't know what it feels like to do it. So I agree. We need we definitely need a farm system and I think it it bodes well for the fact that the NFL has entrusted The Rock and his ex wife to to do to run certain certain rules, to run certain test certain equipment and things of that nature. Because like I said, NFL don't just stamp any old body. USFL is still bad blood though. From when Trump started it in when the eighties. It's still bad blood. And it's he has nothing to do with this new USFL. But the fact that y'all still name the USFL and we have to go to court over this, I don't like it. So I think the rock band XFL from Vince McMahon and all that wrestling shit, it was the best thing that ever happened to the XFL. You know what I'm saying? Like Cordell said, we ain't got people running after a fucking football to see who get the fucking ball on kick return. That was wild times. Wild times. Entertaining. Entertaining, but wild ass times. What you think, Gator? Think the you think the NFL need a need a minor league? Yeah, bro. I think they do, bro. I feel like you give people a chance that uh, you know, maybe their path wasn't as straightforward as everybody else's. So mm-hmm. you get them a shot to be like, you know, give them a chance. I agree. NFL need a farm system, bro. That's lit, bro, for sure. So NFL, man, get on it, man. Uh, uh, adopt these leagues, man. USFL and the XFL. Use both. One, it could be tiers. You can do one like, man, okay, this is the higher tier, this is the lower tier. Man, adopt these leagues, man, because y'all need it, bro. Y'all need it for sure, man. Remember, the NFL used to. NFL Europe. Right. They used to have NFL, NFL Europe, NFL Europe, for sure. Adopt these leagues, man. Let's do it, man. Let's get these, get more players a chance, man. Give more players a shot. Invest in these leagues. Put some money behind it, man. Give these players a shot because it's more than just – What's in the league that's out here, and y'all know that for sure, man. So, moving on, though, man. Let's stay on the topic of football. Real quick, before we get up out of here, man, I want I have to touch on this situation because it's fresh. And uh, in one of my group chats, man, <laughs> some of the guys had a, a big debate about this, man. It's two of my homies who coach, with Holes being one of them, Corey being the other, man, talking with the boy, J-Rob, y'all know him as K-O-E on here, as I call him. Man, Eric B. Enemy, uh, we all know him as the Chiefs' offensive coordinator. He um, 
won Super Bowls with the Chiefs, man. Obviously, producing offense, one of the top offenses all the time. You know what I mean? Pat Mahomes, but he over Andy Reid, whatever. All of that kind of – he's done a lot. He's done a lot for the organization, man. He's put up hella numbers. He's won Super Bowls and all of that, but he has yet to get his shot as a head coach. And now, as we all know, Eric Bieniemy, if you don't know, he's a black offensive coordinator, he's a black coach. And he hasn't been given a shot. And we've seen, not to make this about race, but we've seen coaches of other races, offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators, uh, passing game coordinators, be promoted with a lot less credentials than Eric Bieniemy has, right? And now EB has... He's done a lot, and he's coming off of Super Bowl this year with the Kansas City Chiefs, and he still wasn't offered a head coaching job. He ended up taking another job as another offensive coordinator job with the Washington Commanders, which is kind of, if you look at it from the outside looking in, looks like a lateral move, right? It looks like a lateral move at best. So it'll make you think like, well, why would he do that? You know what I mean? And it kind of makes you feel like, well, why does he even have to do that to kind of prove himself? Because the the questions came up like, oh, well, can he do it without Andy Reid? Wasn't Andy Reid, whatever, whatever, whatever. But y'all ain't do that to Matt Nagy. Y'all ain't do that to, uh, what was the Trashman? What was that best coach? Yeah. Mark Trashman. Mark Trashman. Y'all ain't do that to him. It's a lot of these dudes that y'all didn't do that to, man. Y'all ain't do that to Patricia. Yeah. You know what I mean? And But – your dog, and, Dougie P. You know, Dougie P. Dougie P come from under Andy Reid. That's what I'm saying, yeah. man. Y'all ain't do that to Dougie P. Y-E-B. And so, but from my understanding, now uh, Washington has made him, I guess, the assistant head coach. So basically when Ron Rivera agrees to lead an organization or they fire him or whatever, Eric B. Enemy is next in line to be the head coach. But we all know that. That could easily be, you know, denied. Like, if, let's say Ron Rivera do leave, they can get rid of EB as well, whatever the case may be. Put it like this. I feel like if it don't go, if this season does not work in EB's favor, we don't know what's going to happen. So what I want and, to and, – and, and real quick before I throw this out to the fellas. Now, like I said, Eric B. Enemy, he came from the Kansas City Chiefs. He was the offensive coordinator. He left. He's now with the Washington Commanders. I want everybody to know this because I don't know if everybody at this table know it. Matt Nagy has now been promoted to offensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm -hmm. And we all seen what Matt Nagy did in Chicago as a head coach. And he's now that fast turned right around. He's been promoted to the offensive coordinator right after Eric Bieniemy left. So what I want to throw out to the fellas is, what are y'all thoughts on this move with Eric being to me leaving the Chiefs as an OC and then going to take another job as an OC for the Washington Commanders? And just the whole situation with him obviously wanting to be a head coach but not getting the opportunity and having to make this move in order to prove himself. What y'all boys think? I'm going to kick it off. Um, EB, shout out to EB, man. You know, man, you did your thing. It's KC. Offensive coordinator. I believe that the move was necessary. I believe that he had to get up on the get up from out of Andy Reid's shadow. He went to Washington. Please believe that this Washington move was was definitely uh, strategic. He didn't take this job 
not knowing that he wasn't going to get offered the opportunity to be the head coach of the Washington Commanders at a later date. I think that uh, Ron Rivera, man, you know, with his health situation as was with as far as probably possibly just just being ready to be out of coaching that he want to leave it in the hands of somebody that can you know man take over the rams and and be successful and uh i believe he be is has the opportunity of doing that um i just believe that the move was the move was the, the move needed to the need to happen I believe that, you know what I'm saying, he had to get out of KC. He had to get out of uh, from behind that shadow. And what people don't understand is that, yeah, he did. He was uh, labeled as the offensive coordinator. But please believe that Andy Reid had a, had a role in that. Like, he definitely could have overstepped it, not only being the head coach, but he just – that's what Andy Reid specialized in is being an offensive, offensive-minded coach. So, I mean, it was – to me personally, I believe that it was a move that had to happen. I believe that he went to uh, uh organization that was up and coming, that's up and coming, that's hungry, and that he knew that this move was going to be uh, one of those moves that's going to put him in a position to be the HC eventually. So, I mean, I believe that it was a it was a good move for me. What you think, Hoes? Um, I'm still fifty fifty on it. Because I feel like I don't feel like this is the organization to take your opportunity with. First of all, they just was in a whole sexual assault scandal, which ain't done. They forcing Dan Snyder to sell the team. So at any point, this team can be sold. And what if that new owner just say, you know what? Hey, it's been cool or whatever, but I want a clean house. He going to get washed away in that, you know what I'm saying? Did he need to step outside of his shadow? Unfortunately, yes. Because at the end of the day, optics matter. We all know Andy Reid, from an offensive standpoint, is a fucking guru. He's been that way. Everywhere he's been, they've produced. Whether it was in Philly going, I think he went to maybe five or six straight NFC championships to now, you know what I'm saying, winning two of the last five Super Bowls. So it's... Andy Reid knows what the hell he's doing. So, naturally, if you're behind somebody that way or even standing next to them, you're not going to get the credit you deserve. But at the same time, when you're a black coach in the NFL, you have to pick the right opportunity. I just don't know if Washington is the right opportunity. I feel like from a, from a cultural standpoint, it is. D.C., it's a lot of us there. I love D.C. I love visiting D.C. It's, it's beautiful. It's nothing like – D.C. is like a mild version of Atlanta, less dramatic version of Atlanta. I love D.C., but politics is politics, and I don't know if the politics is going to play out well for him. And not to mention, somebody tell me the quarterback he is. <laughs> With that boy Carson Wentz? Please, please no. <laughs> please no. I mean, I – I hope everything works out well. He got pieces outside of quarterback. Antonio, yeah. Heineke. Yeah, but the problem is that quarterback, quarterbacks matter in the NFL. I'm McLaurin. Yeah. He got some pieces now. But quarterbacks matter in the NFL, yeah. man. But I will say this also, though. We got we got to remember, and a lot of people be forgetting, Eric B. Enemy was Adrian Peterson's running back coach when he came off the ACL and led the league in Russia. Almost broke the Russian, the Russian record. Eric B. Enemy do this. 
Like, he really – his coaching resume is extensive, and people don't understand that. We just remember the now with Kansas City, but Eric Bieniemy get busy, and he was an athlete. He got busy as running back. Yeah, so all he, time leading Russia. You know what I'm saying? He, he, Colorado. Yeah, he knows some things now. He get busy. You know what I'm saying? So I, I want him to win, and I love his press conference. His press conference was dope. I liked his energy. You know what I'm saying? I, I hope he get everything he deserves. I just don't want this to blow up in his face. But unfortunately, you know, as as Cordell said, Matt Nagy is now the offensive coordinator in Kansas City. If they see, well, they will succeed again. He's gonna be right back in the running for a head coaching job. Well, so, well, you he's know, terrible. What if what if I what if what is what have I said in the past? Like, man, sometimes you just gotta know. You just gotta know your role. You gotta just know your role. Nagy is an offensive coordinator. He's not a head coach. He probably will succeed, and he will succeed with Pat Mahomes. I'm just going to say it right now. He will succeed with that quarterback. Exactly. But this is the difference, though. He, he's going to succeed, but he's not going to get the same criticism. Yeah, but, I mean, I mean, as far as if I'm a head of an organization and I'm trying to interview for head coaching jobs, Nagy would definitely would not be the, in the running for it. I don't give a damn what his resume say for Casey. I ain't going to chime in long on it. I'm going to just say that – uh. You know what I'm saying? E B going to Washington kinda shows you that um he in the position where like you then if you do then if you don't. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like bro, you not set up for success. When the last time Washington had some goddamn success? <laughs> like <laughs> he not set up for success. So if he don't succeed, they gonna look at him like he was never that guy anyway. Mm-hmm. But if he do succeed, all he gonna do is exceed expectations, but yeah. at the same time, what did that, that get you in the NFL? I don't even know. I, I, in my heart of hearts, I feel like he gonna end up on <laughs> Pittsburgh <laughs> staff at some point. Running back bro. coach. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I feel like bro. a man, he gonna end up there at some you point. Know what I'm the Negro Coalition. Cause they didn't give him no situation where it was like a good situation. They gave him a bullshit situation, bro. And you and I think the laws of attraction show you that. Uh, you know, when it's bullshit, you gonna get bullshit results. Thanks. So let's not act. Ain't like he's like on top of my my boy hoes. Let's double down on. He don't have no QB, bro. <laughs> so what we doing, man? Like, in a division that now like been climbed. And let's act, let's not act like that's still debatable. But I feel, bro. Is he finna go in there and win twelve games? Negative. Can we all agree he's not finna go win twelve games? We don't know. We we don't okay, know. Okay, let's say if you couple a couple free agent quarterbacks out there, couple free agent quarterbacks out there. Listen, I don't know. His, in that, his quarterback that is not even Daniel know, Jones. So what we doing? His quarterback at his highest point is not even Daniel Jones. Hey, but it's, look, if hey, if 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 they ball, <laughs> you preaching over here, kid. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Man, he won because, a lot of games this year, G. Because two years ago, two years ago. Daniel Jones wasn't on nothing. Agreed. Agreed. Bring in Dayball. Look what happened. Same okay. thing with Geno Smith. So you never know what what EB could do. But you know what's the difference? You never know what EB could do with I with know. these boys. Because look, Taylor Heineke ain't bad. No, no. But I'm gonna tell you the difference though. Taylor McLaurin, McLaurin, McLaurin is but the I'm number one receiver. Dayball had to do that as a head coach. That's a fact. EB ain't the I head ran coach. The show. Yeah, that's a fact. Ron Rivera has already named. That's a fact. 
Sam Howell as a starter going in. I'm gonna be honest. I don't like Ron Rivera as a head coach. That's just me. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't fuck with his football shit though. No, his football shit is kind of puzzles me. He just make the decisions. You be like, bro. It's this person. I'm right befuddled. Here, I'm but befuddled. You go with this guy. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck is the vibes, bro? Yeah. bro I'm I, not gonna lie. Last year when he benched Heineke, who was playing decent, to put back in Carson Wentz, bro. That's I what I'm was saying done. like, bro, I was Carson Wentz get too many chances because he fuck bro. with us. But eh, I don't know. He's yeah. not my favorite. He's not my favorite. Not the fave five. Nah, I think that this this move. Jimmy G. I think this move for the enemy was Jimmy G don't stay healthy. I think that this move <laughs> for the enemy was uncalled for, right? I think that it was disrespectful. Sure. I think that it's um I think that it just goes to show what the NFL is really about. Uh, yeah, man, it's still a long way to go because, I mean, if you look at the credentials, he has everything. He has a lot more than what, like I said, like dudes like Patricia and Josh McDaniels and all of these dudes had. Mm-hmm. Nate, Nathaniel Hackett. Nathaniel Hackett Brandon is a perfect example. Brandon Staley. Come on, man. And I'm just saying, like, it, it, it goes against everything that that you that, that they say they stand for. The enemy has has done. He's exceeded all of the expectations, but he still can't get a. He still can't even get a shot as a head coach. Kansas City couldn't even do him enough justice to say like, "I bet when Andy Reid done, you the next in line." Mm-hmm. That's disrespectful, and I just feel like him having. I feel like he was forced to make this move to prove himself, as if he hasn't already proved himself. And I just feel like at at this point, it's disrespectful. And I feel like it discredits him as a coach because if this goes south, his whole legacy goes south. Mm-hmm. The media is going to trash him. They're going to say he he wasn't a good coach. They're going to give Andy Reid all of the credit. And that's not fair. It's not fair at all. So my hat goes off to, to, to EB, man. And I, I hope that the the Washington Commanders go to the Super Bowl just for the sake of Eric Bieniemy. And I don't even like the Commanders. But I hope they go to the Super Bowl just for the sake of EB. I hope they win a division. Hope they clown. Hope they don't lose a game all season because of the fact that this man has done everything you can ask from an assistant coach to be a head coach, and he has yet to get a shot. But you've given dudes like Matt Rule and all these bums who can't even make it. You gave y'all gave Urban Meyer, Urban Meyer. Y'all gave Urban Meyer a shot. He couldn't even make it halfway through a season, but you can't give Eric B. Enemy one? It don't make sense to me. And I just feel like it's disrespectful, man. So I think it was bogus that he had to make that move. But, hey, man, I hope he go out and I hope he clown. I hope he embarrass all of these owners, all of these people that's making these decisions that refuse to hire him as a head coach. I hope he make them regret it. And I hope that he gets the pick of the litter of what he wants to be a head coach at after this. But we're going to move on from that, man, because we're going to give y'all a lot more of that next week. Make sure y'all tune in next week, man, for this. Uh, we're going to do a whole episode next week 
on this NFL combine. We gonna we got a lot. We got some special stuff coming next week, man. We got some good stuff coming, man. So we're gonna chime back in on a lot of that. But man, we coming up, we closing out this show, man. We've been going for a long time, man. There's been a lot of stuff going, but we can't leave y'all without giving our predictions. But see, this week is gonna be a little bit different. We're gonna give y'all our predictions on these XFL football games this weekend. Now what we're gonna start doing once uh NFL season start to wrap up, we're gonna start giving y'all predictions on that mixed in with the football. But I just feel like right now, with the second half just kicking off, it's kinda up for grabs. We're gonna see what's going on with that. We're gonna do something a little bit, you know, with a little bit less games. So we don't gotta keep trying to predict. And then you know, NBA play play every day. Football a little bit different. So we're gonna kick it off with these XFL uh week two predictions, man. So the first game kicking off tomorrow night, Saturday night. Um we got the DC Defenders versus the Vegas Vipers, man. Miguel, who you got in that one, bro? with the Vegas Vipers. I'm okay. go with the Vegas Vipers, man. Okay. And I just think that they took a tough loss last week. And I believe they're going to come back and they're going to redeem themselves. They're going to win tomorrow. Say that. I feel that. Hoes, where you going, bro? I'm actually going to the Vipers, too. I feel like they were up the majority of the game. And that first week, I just felt like, you know, we kind of should have been a little bit. You know what I'm saying? First week jitters, but I do feel like the Vipers are well coached. You got Rod Woodson, Hall of Famer, coaching them up. You know what I'm saying? And I just think um, they got a better quarterback situation overall than D.C. defenders. <clears throat> Gator, where you going, bro? bro I'm going to go with the Vipers, bro. Just off the fact that the guys did. <laughs> <laughs> That's real. That is the real estate. I feel you. Hey, the facts the guys did. I ain't mad at that, man. I like I like what Vegas doing over there. They got a lot of NFL. Uh, they got a lot of NFL talent over there, man. But I'm gonna go with the DC Defenders. Okay. For the simple fact that they beat uh, the Seattle uh, team last week, and I like what Seattle got over there. So I feel like, um, and I feel, and Vegas gave up a big lead last week too. True. They gave up a big lead last week, man. So I'm gonna rock with DC on this one, man. Next game we going, we got San Antonio versus the Orlando Guardians, man. Miguel, where you going? I'm gonna go with the. Uh, you said the you said the the Guardians versus who? San Antonio. I'm gonna go with San Antonio. That's a Himes team, right? Yes, that's Himes. That's Himes. Yeah, I'm gonna go with them. Them boys took a tough loss last week. Yeah, they was they gave they were scrappy. They started off they started off man real good, man. They took that they they took it on the chin in the fourth quarter, man. I'm gonna go with the what's it Brahmas? Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go with the Brahmas, man. Hoes, what's up, bro? Talking about taking it on the chin. Orlando's terrible. <laughs> I'm gonna go with San Antonio on my damn self. Like, oh yeah, I don't trust San Orlando. Then they, I think they replaced their quarterback like in the second quarter, second yeah. or third quarter. Like, nah, I'm cool. If you in week one and you already pulling your quarterback, <laughs> hey, abort mission, abort mission. Like it's over with. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I trust Hines Ward, man. You know, college football Hall of Fame, NFL Hall of Fame. He had them boys coached up that just couldn't finish. You know what I'm saying? I guess a a team that's now two and zero. Facts, facts, So, you know, facts. it's a tough loss, but, you know, they'll bounce back against Orlando. 
Facts, man. Gator, who you got, bro? San Antonio, and I think y'all know why. Because the guys <laughs> were with him. Let's get it. <laughs> Let's go. Hey, no, I'm going to go. I think y'all know why. <laughs> I'm going to go with San Antonio, too, because Orlando was the only team that got washed up last weekend. Out of all the games, Orlando was the only team that got that got pieced out. Man. They was the only team that got blew out, man. So I'm going with San BTA. Antonio, for sure. Belt to ass, for sure. Belt to ass community, man. Next game, last game of the week, the Sunday night game. We got the Arlington Renegades versus the Houston Roughnecks, man. It's be Miguel, I, I think so too. Miguel, who you got? I don't know if I was talking to you about it, but I think that I'm gonna go with the was it the Houston? Houston yeah, Houston Roughnecks. Roughnecks. What's that? Wade Phillips. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, he's yeah, sir. yeah I'm gonna go. Phillips. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the Roughnecks, man. I think Wade Phillips, man. He got something. He got something going over there. Something brewing over there in that pot, man. With uh, with the Roughnecks, man. I'm gonna go with them. For sure, man. Holes, where you going? Originally, I was going to go Houston Roughnecks. Originally. But I felt like last week was an outlier. They put up they put up down to 40 points last week. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I don't see that happening again. Like, And I also don't see the Renegades coming out flat like they did last week, too. Like, you know, like I said, the first week jitters is a motherfucker. Yeah, work, we now, made jitters. And it's just interesting. Bob Stoops versus Wade Phillips is a very interesting matchup. You know, two two great coaches in their own right. So, I'm going to go Renegades. I'm going to go Renegades for sure. For surely, Gator, what you got, bro? I guess I got to break the goddamn tie, bro. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm going to go with the Roughnecks, bro. I'm going to go with the safe bet. I'm going to go with the Roughnecks, my boy. I ain't mad at that. I'm going to rock with Arlington Renegades on this one because I like what they put together last week against the Vegas Vipers. I ain't going to lie. I counted them out of that game, man, watching that game. They was getting pieced up early on. They was getting pieced up, man, and they came back and won that thing. So I feel like that take a lot of grit. And I feel like they kind of found their rhythm in the back half of that game. So I'm gonna rock with uh, I'm gonna rock with Arlington on this one, man. But all in all, I think this will probably be the best game of that week, of the weekend, man. So um, yeah, man, we did our predictions. So that means we coming up to the end of the show, man. Y'all boys got any closing remarks? Yeah, it's your boy Gales, highly underrated sports. Follow me on IG, like, comment, subscribe. Don't be afraid to hey comment hey. List any questions, anything y'all got going on, trending topics that y'all want us to mention on the pod. Man, we here. That's what we here for, man. We ready to mention it. We ready to we ready to take this thing over, man. Like I said, man, we love y'all, man. All the listeners, all the true listeners. We starting to build up a solid fan base all across the country, believe it or not. Um Out again, the country too. Yeah, out the country, man. So so hey, continue to uh, chime in. We're gonna continue to keep providing y'all with this weekly heat. That's what's up, man. Hey, man. Dope pod. Dope sports pod by regular everyday guys. Facts. And we giving you the insight that we have, and we have a vast amount of experiences. So, you know, why wouldn't you want this? You know what I'm saying? It's a a difference. You know what I'm saying? It's levels and it's differences. So, at the end of the day, like, subscribe, comment, share. Do what you're supposed to do. Get on it. Gator. Got anything? Man, bro, follow Boy, me. Boy, Gator. Follow me at I, on Instagram, on the ground, goddamn. At I am Gator, man. And like they say, like, comment, subscribe, and fuck with the team. Highly underrated. If you ain't with it, then you lost. So, goddamn, come fuck with the guys. Tap in. Oh, hold on, Cordell. Hold on, Cordell. Before you go, I, I, I got a question. 
When you gonna make our theme song, Gator? Facts, bro. When the album? I'm on your ass. I'm on your ass, bro. When that album? When can we get a little intro joint, bro? Give us some. Let's, bro. Give me, give me a couple weeks, man. My dog. Hey, hey, hey. What? So we in our first season with highly underrated season two. Season two. Season two. Yeah. Before season four, y'all got my word. Before season four, man, y'all heard him. I need to cut. I need a couple episodes. Get my shit straight, bro. I got one more question for him, bro. When you coming back, man? Hopefully, uh. Next week, if y'all if y'all do it on Fridays, bro, it's Liddy. I bet. Say less, man. Uh, man, me personally, like, share, subscribe, uh, follow the highly underrated sport. We highly at highly underrated sports on all of the social medias. You can catch this joint on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, everywhere you can get podcasts. This show is there. YouTube, everywhere you want to go, man, it's there, man. We appreciate everybody who listen. Uh, everybody who take the time out, we got some 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 dedicated listeners. Boy, Sluice, man, shout out Sluice, man. Sluice, shout out. I can't wait to get you on here, man. Thanks. Uh, man, we got a whole bunch of people, man, who, who who tune in every week, man. My uncle Anthony, man, my boy. Hey, he hate when I call him that. Eric Jawan Turner, man, I shout him <laughs> out down the air week. Man, we got so many people, man. We we appreciate y'all, man, because this show has been doing a lot better than we even expected it so early. So we appreciate y'all, man, and we just ask that you tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, and as I always say, man, it's an open door invitation. If you feel like you want to come on here and talk your heat, man, you everybody loves sports. Like I say, this is the one thing that as as no matter what race, no matter what gender, we can all come together, agree or disagree on, but we can all relate to it, man, and just have a good time and talk and give our opinion on it, man, and, and be one in the sports world, man. So – Check us out, man. If you want to come on here, hit us up. You got some topics you want us to cover, DM us. Reach out to us personally if you know us. And, man, we'll try our best to to to, to cover whatever you, you know, won't give y'all what y'all want, man. But Shout out Simi. Uh, Simi, for sure, man. Simi couldn't be here tonight, man. He had yeah, to work. Shout out Simi. But, man, Simi definitely trying to get back on here, man. Shout out Simi, for sure. He'll be back soon. We're going to see Gator on here, Simi. Man, we gonna we gonna, we got a lot of stuff coming for y'all, man. So just be ready, man. But without any further ado, you are tuned into another highly right, underrated right, sports podcast. Right. And don't let it be the last. We out. <laughs>